guys, welcome to Up Past Midnight, episode two. We don't know what we're going to call it yet. Welcome back. Glad you guys clicked that like, subscribe button. If you did, if you didn't, thank you. Uh, I'm Ali. She is. I'm Delmarie. As always, uh, we're back. We were jamming just a few minutes ago off camera real quick. And we have a lot of stuff to talk about with E3. Um, and Del's going to go into a few rants. We've made a list, so we'll do the best we can to discuss it um let us know how the audio sounds i'm wearing airpods she's got her thing on um so we're gonna dive into we were just jamming about some good stuff so i said hey let's start so um what do you have to lead off for e3 on your list so for e3 uh a lot of new games that are coming out a lot of remasters too that i'm noticing mm-hmm. um just kind of sequels and 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 threequels and quadruples basically because metroid 5 just got announced but the thing yeah, is they, that one looks, they didn't looks drop any gameplay it was it was no. a cool trailer but yeah. i was just like yeah i mean they did they did mention it's gonna be a side scroller so i'm kind of like okay all right um probably not like the newer or the newest metroid where it was a little more 3d mm-hmm. um but definitely intrigued, even though I'm not I'm not the biggest Metroid person, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it looks I, really I like it. the graphics like the look really good. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, I was watching Metal Jesus Rocks. So I want to give a shout out to him because I followed him at IGN about a couple of days ago. Me and Del were just trying to get, to get this together and uh, he talked about it and stuff like that. The graphics look really good. Apparently, uh, the developer he kind of spoke on it like, hey, like this looks familiar. This is before. Apparently, it's the same developer from the last. I'm like, oh, wow. So they're really rebuilding from the ground up. So that's, that's cool that they're going back to the roots and finding something new for that yeah. one. I mean, not a big Metroid fan myself, but it, it did look badass where I, I would play it. So. But it all comes down to financials first. So. <laughs> also true. Also true. At the end of the day, it's like, what games do I buy? What games like do I eat or do I play? also what kind of games do you generally play as well because uh just because you like how a game looks doesn't mean you're gonna play it necessarily no and we have a crap ton of titles that we literally have and we need to kind of play a lot of those we, we, our list is just getting longer and longer as we go through it daily we're like hmm what do we have well she's got over 400 titles i got over 300 titles so some haven't been played yet so it sucks when you're an E3 fan and you're like, what's new? Sadly, it looks like it's going to be a 2022 release to 2023. A lot of developers sadly have said, hey, we're trying. We've been hacked, you know, especially with CD Projekt Red and stuff like that's been hacked. But maybe next year, it looks like it's going to be a good year. It's just going to be a lot of waiting this year. So we probably won't see a lot of games drop until December, January. There's going to be some, some games, but not like too many games that I can see that yeah. are, like, are going to be... Uh, stellar because I know a lot of people have been waiting for that Breath of the Wild content mm-hmm. and unfortunately that that definitely got uh, 2022 uh, mm-hmm. not 2021 everything got 2022 it's like hey come next year it's like oh damn which I think it's like we, we saw like you just mentioned in the beginning everything seemed like it's getting remastered remastered I think a lot of developers are just kind of taking the easy way out I, I don't know that's just my opinion yeah. but well, we, we still got some good games to look forward mm-hmm. to. Uh, I don't know if you saw the trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy game. I did. I just watched uh, Dell. Was, I was a little busy, so me and Dell were just kind of going through some trailers. Um, it looks like it's going in for Switch. I don't know if I played on it's, Switch. Though. No, it's, it's multi-platform because there's yeah. pre-orders already out even for PS4, and I looked at it. 
the only thing that's holding me back for that one is the fact that they did confirm that it is a, a single player game and you only play as star lord which bummed me out real yeah. hard <laughs> i mean because it's like you give me a really cool looking gamora and you tell me i can't be gamora like yeah <laughs> it's like well it's like playing freaking avengers man everybody's been you know really pissed with that because hey, now it's i like avengers <laughs> well i mean well they're saying well I, I looked at that too and I, I played a little bit of when i played on the uh ps now thing and i the story i started playing i loved it and then i was like oh man my ps now ran out so i might regrab it and replay it but that sadly the player base is dying out and it's so hard to rank up and it's just great idea yeah. it's just, they're really they're really killing it they 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 kind of killed the franchise like right off the gate because mm-hmm. the problem with that game was they delayed a whole bunch of the dlc and when they threw out the game, it was a very short game. Yeah. Um, and the DLC, they were like, yeah, it's free, but it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And that's what kind of killed most people's interest in it. Because once they were done with, you know, the main storyline and stuff, grind, it was yeah. just kind of like this waiting game of, okay, now what? Never mind. I'm no longer interested. The, mm-hmm. You know, next best thing came out. Um, yeah, I mean, what kind of like they, it's gonna be they kind of cash buffed up things, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I saw a lot of young, yeah, and he's kind of went down this rabbit hole with that. And I, my one friend was like, You need to buy it, you need to buy it. I'm like, Dude, I can't afford it. Like, Kevin, you got the clues, like, get me a copy, I'll play it. But yeah. then when, like, you know, Van, our friend Van started playing with Dell, and Dell was like, You're gonna get it. I was like, I don't know because I have so many to play. And, uh, I mean, I, I like I mean, the story where it was going, it's going and, down. Uh, you could probably yeah. afford a copy later on. I mean, it's like 20 bucks now. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can grab a copy, but I, I'm not really into the play to win like thing. I don't like loot boxes. So that's kind of <laughs> well, my thing. Well, that's the thing. You, the loot boxes aren't necessary. Um, you get really good. But the crime is real. Drops. You get really, you, you get good drops if, you know, if you, if you keep up on it, because me and Vance would get some good drops and we wouldn't mm-hmm. really have to grind that hard. Mm-hmm. um at least at that point i haven't played in months so i really couldn't say what it looks like I right now grabbed it because we when i got the ps5 i got the ps now i guess they like, got thrown in my subscription because apparently it was a gamestop purchase mm-hmm. so when i got it i had miles morales come with it and an extra controller because that was like my biggest thing if i'm going to spend that kind of money for ps5 i might as well just grab it because now people even with sony just announcing again they're saying hey it's gonna look like it's 2020 to 2023 and i'm like oh crap so people are like Hey, what would you get that PS5 from, like eBay? Or like, how much was it? I'm like, I beat a guy off by five dollars. I paid eight hundred and thirty dollars for it. He's like, what would you get for it? I'm like, I got an extra controller. So, which I highly recommend for those who get a PS5 or an extra, you know, console, get an extra controller because you'll thank yourself later. Um, yeah. But it's it's you know, it's like when everybody was playing it and I played it and I, I liked the story of it, what it was. But I was like, yeah. And then it, like my thing ran out and I was like, I I wanted to get right back into it, but I was like. Mm-hmm. The grind is real. And I played that Destiny stuff too. And I'm like, I'm not about that grind right now. Especially when you have nobody else to play with. Like you weren't really playing and somebody else. I really like, I like the camaraderie of gathering. So it's like, yeah, I love single player, but I also love playing with friends if it's available. Yeah. I, uh, it's, I kind of fell out of it for a little while. I haven't even finished story mode, which is a shame because I love it. Um, it, it was good story mode. Um, mm-hmm. But now with the Wakanda stuff coming out, I might be picking it up soon. Again, and so many people think it's going to be like that's going to be like a cash grab. Hopefully, it saves it, but no guarantees. Hawkeye didn't do crap, so. Well, if you're in it for 
like all the the outfits it is a cash grab at mm. times and, yeah. and not even a cash grab it's just more like a grind grab um a really hard grind ga- yeah, grab like unless, D2, unless you, you want to spend D2, that cash because i grind it enough but... to get like one or two okay costumes but i'm just like mm-hmm. costumes are costumes you know as long as my character is leveled up to where i need them to be whatever at this point I think that was the biggest complaint that I've heard from like young yeah, and a few other other channels that said like you know it's hard for players to get into it because like you really have to level up your character and it takes time to unlock a whole entire move list, which is like pain in the ass because you really want to feel like you're that character. And I'm like ah, that kind of sucks. Like I get it, you got to grind to like unlock you know power ups and stuff like that. But when you're grind, when it's a whole day grind thing, it just kills me. Mm, you know, okay. And, and I'm, I, I feel what he's saying. So I mean, the player base has dropped. Hopefully, you know, with you know guardians it really it's not made by the same developers that's a great thing and it looks like it's gonna be a really good game but eh, single player it is what it is i mean you still might love it story the story pulls in yeah hopefully. so we'll see i mean we'll, we'll see if they can pick it back up uh just because they did announce the wakanda stuff recently so we'll see yeah. if they can pick the gameplay back up maybe get more interest in it um but no guarantees <laughs> Yeah, it seems like it's going to be like a, a week, one day play thing, and then boom, boom. So, yeah. And somebody else just told me, I'm like, that sucks. But we went down, the, like I said, the list of stuff that we picked. Uh, was it Tale or Trek of uh, Trek of Yomi? I like that one. That one was pretty badass. I, I mean, that, like a side scroller kind of thing with this ninja thing. I like that. That was pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, that one, that one hit you more. Definitely. I saw it and I was like, okay with it, but it's not. My I, like the no- I like the Nora. I like the Nora. The colors look. That's what grabbed me. The color and the art design, and then like, okay, like this and this. That one looks really cool. Um, so I think another one. I think that. I think that Tails one is um, riding on the coattails of Neo, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not too surprising that it's coming out. We also did get um, an announcement that we we're playing now, which was uh, Plague Tale Innocence is getting another game. So. Requiem, I am both intrigued, but also I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. There's not much. Like, there wasn't much there in the trailer. It was just the cinematic. Mm-hmm. Mm. You excited for that? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, the ending for the first one was, uh, was very open-ended. Um, mm. So it kind of left me wondering, and I, and I had hoped there would I'm be a sequel, but... It, <laughs> yeah, I had hoped there was be- there was a sequel, but there was like no guarantee because again, it was so open ended. It could have just laid to rest that, there but with the developer. Like the problem is the game, the game didn't do phenomenally well because people have been sleeping on it. But now it like went down in price, so I got it on sale like a week ago, two, two weeks ago. Had a little bit of cash laying around, so I was like, I gotta grab this game because like I went under Dell thing. I checked. I'm like, well, she played this, and sure enough, she did. She's like how dare you rude you check my stuff i'm like yo i just gotta make sure like if i have it i don't have to buy it but i should buy it so. and then i she mean i have in. the physical copy yeah so i jumped in and played and it so far it's good i'm kind of cheating i went back and i kind of i'm following uh, a guy's collectible wow. so i can go through he's not spoiling the game he's just telling me where all the damn collectibles are because i'm like i just got no last of us too and i'm like yeah i'm not going back and doing all this crap so as i play I, let me just grab it as i go and so far, like I got a few of these achievements. I'm like, all right, bueno, bueno, did it. <laughs> I'm there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> What's another game that you kind of picked you? Any three? Uh, oh god, 
so definitely um gosh definitely somerville was one of those that like popped up at me like the second i saw it i just kind of went huh interesting and right. and it's because i like those kind of unique indie story driven sort right. of games where it's like a survival family instead of like because again it reminds me of of the game inside and i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it might be by the same people not 100 percent. don't quote me on that didn't do that kind of research yeah we didn't really do <laughs> but it looks very similar in terms of like graphics and like the color palette and things like that but this time it's like a whole family basically mm-hmm. apparently that you have like a husband and a wife and the dog and the kid and i was like oh this might be good in terms of narrative because i mm-hmm. i you know me i'm a sucker for a narrative game mm-hmm. um there's also uh i want to say the near mobile game definitely yeah like I, I, like I told you before i already pre registered for that thing on my phone so the second it drops it's it's on my phone i'm playing that yeah you won't see me <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'll see you i'll be like hi i'll be like hey i'll be on discord and all you'll see from my like stream stat is like near <laughs> like currently playing near <laughs> yeah, yeah. will not answer anything <laughs> it looked pretty cool i pumped it I, that's one thing i picked out when i was watching metal jesus rock uh, channel he popped that up and i was like or no ign popped it up and i was like interesting yeah. Not big on not big on mobile myself. I have a couple games on mobile, but I'm like either that or Nintendo Switch or PlayStation or PC for me. So, so um, that the one other one, like the other one definitely was uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Uh, just because I'm a huge Shin Megami slash Persona person, mm. um, and I only ever got the opportunity to play two of the previous Shin Megamis because if you are part of the Shin Megami community, you know these games are tough. These are grinds, and I mean like hella grinds, but the stories are amazing. So I already saw kind of like a Nintendo treehouse where they were actually doing some gameplay on it, and it looks decent. It doesn't look bad. Um, I'm just hoping that we get a little more of the story as opposed to like kind of how the the battle system is going, which, again, very, very kind of... Uh, it's on par basically with what Shin Megami is. Um, You either get, you know, the character fighting or you do this whole Pokemon-esque thing where you got to hire monsters to help you. um, Mm. And then probably you can evolve them and like that, Um, which uh, (laughs) I'm kind of over that Pokemon aspect of things. Yeah. I think they'll make it fun. Well, I think every game, like all these mobile games now and all these other games, like let's kind of make it like a, pokemon go kind of thing and you know it, it, it seems to be the norm now i'm like why like what the hell i i never got into pokemon go everybody at work was like walking in the walls and like you know trying to go think so i see what she's saying it's hmm. like uh but i don't know Good i mean Lord. hopefully hopefully it gets better but it sounds like a badass game uh did you want to talk about uh was it slit which one slit Silt? Silt, Silt was okay. Again, it's very Darkwood Subnautica limbo, but mm-hmm. it terrifies me. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, I think that's going to be one of those games where I watch somebody play it as opposed to actually doing it myself. I feel like it's going to be me because I, I, that one really grabbed my eyes. And I'm like, uh, 
Hello. What are you I might doing? watch you play it then if you, if yeah. you decide to play it. <laughs> I'll definitely grab a copy of it. And then there's another one that I saw called uh, Far Alone Sale. It's kind of like an indie game. I guess you're side scroller kind of thing and that one looked kind of neat i don't really know all of it i just kind of saw it from uh, uh game ranks presents they had it on real quick and it looks really really cool so we'll pop the trailer for that okay. um, so you guys can see that that looks really really neat i just picked up a lot of indie titles for them like okay yeah. battlefield's coming out this one's coming out all right cool a lot of 22 releases whatever uh death stranding got announced you know, Hodeo, obviously, is Hodeo. Yeah. And he's he's doing a director's cut. So everybody's guessing it's not really a director's cut because it's his game. So it's yeah. like, let's add more crap to it. So I'm like, all right, well, they better put that in a DLC because I buy a new copy. I, you know, I like Death Stranding, but it got a little tedious after a while. It was just yeah. post-apocalyptic Amazon Prime delivery boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like to have, like, I was trying to explain to somebody, and they're like, wait, what do you mean it's online? I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. So I just walked here, and now it's making the trail for me. And, like, I, I left the game for, like, I think 24 hours or whatever. And I didn't go back to this one thing, and it, it like, the rocks regrew, and everybody's like, wait, what? How the hell does that? I'm like, it's online, dude. The game evolves with you, and it evolves with other players. You're like, you don't know each other's there. I'm like, no, you really don't. I mean, I was getting killed by something, and somebody threw me an ammo box. Like, their dead body came up and threw me an ammo box. So I was like, cool. <laughs> And I was trying to show it to a friend. They're like, okay, that's fucking weird. That was a player. I'm like, that was a player that threw me an ammo box. Like, yeah. that's strange. It's, I'm like, mm, it's an okay it's, game. I don't know if I would <laughs> want to pay for a director's cut or actually care that much. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm curious what it's going to be. I mean, I, I'm going to play it either way because I like Norman Reedus. And mm-hmm. Mads was amazing in it. So <laughs> I was like, for those who don't know, Mads actually ended up getting, he's now in a new Harry Potter thing, so. He's taking over Johnny Depp's role, so I'm like, okay, whatever. True. Good actor, good actor. He was a really sweetheart guy. So. Um, I think the only other game really that caught my eye was um the new Life is Strange True Colors, mm-hmm. but that's because I'm a huge fan of the series. Um, and I, again, I really like those kind of narrative yeah. choice making games where whatever decision you make is going to affect the narrative later on. Yeah, I mean, uh, I dug the first one. I dug the second one. Didn't play the third one. Which is um, wait? No, there's no. The third one is True Color. You might have. You might be talking about the prequel. Uh, Chloe's version. So there was one, two, and then the, the, the dude. Oh so, no! So the one that you think is two is actually, uh, I believe it's Beyond the Storm, is what it's called. I guess. And yeah. that is Chloe. Uh, no. Yes, Chloe. Chloe. Chloe Chloe's yeah. Pre- yeah, it's Chloe's prequel. Yeah. Um, so it basically it's Chloe before Max comes back. Yeah. So it's what happened to Chloe and her friend that, you know, they were in love and things like that. Um, so it was like Chloe's plans before Max showed up. Right. Uh, so that's not considered a sequel. Like it's not considered part two. It's not considered Life is Strange 2. It's yeah. like a 1.5, basically. <laughs> it, I mean, so nothing's canon. I mean, but then Life is like... Strange 2 would be the two boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I ended up, I ended up watching that through a video because I was like, I didn't have the money. The, like, the two brothers. Who's going who's gonna to buy this? Like, I'm not going to like sit down and buy a game. So there's a thing called YouTube. So I'm like, I'll watch it on that. And it was really good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I was like, don't know if I'd still buy it. But the new <laughs> one looks really interesting. I mean, they drop in price pretty quickly normally, yeah. so it's not that big a deal. I mean, um, so I can probably wait for True Color 
Yeah. Um, because I did the same thing with Beyond the Storm. I got it for like dirt cheap when it came out. I would wait because, like, when Life is Strange one came out, you had to get the it was a thing where you had to wait like a month for the next episode. So you'd beat it, and you're like, "Hey, when's the next episode?" Yeah. Like, "Oh, it's coming out in like a month." You're like, "Wait, what? What?" They're like, "Oh, yeah, we're we're not done yet." It's like, "Wait, no, this isn't like." They're like, "Oh, we'll buy the next." You had to buy the next level. They were like, let's kind of f with you. Well, like, they oh. they did have the option where you could buy the bundle, I, and it was I all did, of them. Yeah. yeah, which I did. So, which I think they did for the second one too. I can't remember. No, I don't remember <laughs> if it was like an all-in-one thing or. I, I, I think they. they I think they did. I think they did mm. at some point, and I got it, and then I just yeah. downloaded all the other episodes because the first episode I got it for free. When I think yeah. it was on the plus and then it was like okay let me buy all the other episodes when they go on sale and then i did that do. well the first episode for life to strange one they ended up doing uh i think it was for free it was like hey try the demo out and then you get it for free and then they kind of suckered you in it's like oh you want more yeah. want more all right well guess what 20 20 bucks get you the yeah, whole but season and you're like, real. Right. that's what all games do yeah they, but that's the thing now they just sucker you in to like mm-hmm. buy more Buy more. Let me get you that want DLC. more? Buy it. Yeah, I like in the new the new character. I didn't get to see much of the game. I saw the remaster was coming, and I'm like, ah, right, this is cool. Um, don't know if I'm gonna get a copy. But I know you definitely will. So, <laughs> uh, eventually. Uh, well, yeah. maybe depending if there's anything new, then maybe because I mm-hmm. did love Life is Strange, but if I've already got the copy, unless there's yeah. new content that's like detrimental to the story. I'm getting the probably the level yeah. design and just honestly, the I might just palette. I might I might skip out on that yeah. just because I've I've got the game and I've got the soundtrack and that's all I really cared about. Yeah, soundtrack was badass. Like all the oh, music the soundtrack is still good. I still listen so to badass, it. Yeah, it's good. Phenomenal. <laughs> um, what else? Did, any other ones that you you grabbed your eye or you? I was I was surprised that they've decided to go with making a new Fatal Frame after so many years. That um, one, I, 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 I looked that up and everybody was like, what is it? I'm like, it's this ghost game. Or oh, I knew what it was. I knew what, and, like, the second it started showing up on the screen, I was like, uh, yeah. wait, I know this game. And then I see the whole, like, oh, it's ghosts and you have camera. And I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. isn't this the premise of Fatal Frame? And then they yep. finally announced, oh, yeah, Fatal it's frame. the new Fatal Frame. And I went, why after, so, like, literally PS1 it's era time, game? Though. It's why? that time, though. Like, I think, like we just said, like all these developers, it's been a rough year for a lot of them. Yeah. And it's like, all right, let's let's spring back from nostalgia. Like it's hard enough for us. Well, COVID was a thing, and obviously, and a lot of game developers are like hurting because they're working home. It's like let's remaster because like it's hard to number one get all these developers to work or what have you. But it's like it's a year of like remasters and like let's pull this out of the let's pull the dust off this you know title. Let's reuse it. I, I guess don't know, some of them, I guess some developers are hoping that older titles, depending on what the title is, they will kind of appeal to newer audiences. But then that mm-hmm. also raises the question, are some developers running out of ideas? <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like that Hollywood idea. Like it's like, you know, that was a 2016 oh, or 2017 where it was like, remake, 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 reboot. Well, they're still doing like, it nowadays. They're, yeah, they're I mean, still taking old concepts and then just adding new things to it. For example, I mean, Cruella. The remake that I want, and I've already been vocal about it, like Metal Gear Solid 1 remake, because like the two indie developers are working on like a remaster. I was like, that's the only reason why I want because it's nostalgia and I want to see it like in HD, like real built, you know? And, 
I'm like, oh, see, I finally gave me one. I'm like, kind of. I'd like to replay it. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. But like, it's, I don't know, like this remastered crap. It's just so much. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. I mean, oh. it's, it's becoming a trend. It's like the old is new again, or it's back in style. Mm. Because how many shows have we not seen come out with new sequels, like Saved by the Bell, for example? Um, you know, Cruella was a movie that came from like an old, like a spin off, basically, prequel. 201 Dalmatians and things like that so mm-hmm. it's it I don't know I feel like they're just trying to kind of take old ideas and refresh them not necessarily a bad thing depending on what it is and how it's done but sometimes mm-hmm. it's just kind of like all right are we running out of ideas is that's what's going on that's how I feel well we knew this like this year for E3 was gonna be really rough it's gonna be really toned down you could be at home sit on your couch um and like what they I mean it's sad like like I said 2020 for releases for many many things that Sony was the consensus. And, yeah. That was the consensus. A lot of people were saying that this E3 was just kind of like not eh. that great. A lot of yeah. people were expecting more things and did not happen. The big bummer that I've heard from many different channels and friends is like, oh, there's no Nintendo Switch Pro. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of knew that wasn't going to be a thing because a rumor that I've kind of heard from other channels like Metal Jesus Rock, stuff like that. even he kind of said that um, it looks like when Breath of the Wild kind of it's that's when they're going to make the big announcement of like 4k gaming and here's a new thing and i'm like i don't doubt it it's nintendo i think they're gonna wait until the boom for trying to get an xbox and a ps5 dies out because people are Mm -hmm. still trying for that i'm i'm not trying for it actively but you know i'm just like i need a ps5 at some point (laughs) it was a rough rough (laughs) but um I think they're just waiting for that kind of like boom rush to die, and then they're just going to kind of swoop in and Plus be like, "Hey, switch a thing, yeah, components are a thing." And, and then people are just like going to be like, "Ah, well, yeah." I think that's also a thing because they have to play it a little safer right now because they got into more trouble than PS5 and Xbox have right now because they PS5 and Xbox, it's a matter of there's no supply for the demand. Nintendo, however, had a really big oopsie last year, which was when everybody decided, you know, to go mass crazy mm-hmm. and get a Switch. And then it was this whole issue of the hardware having problems. Oh my with God, the, my, my eBay story sucks. I ended up falling. The, the guy tucks down one day. I'm like, so I'm getting a Switch. She's like, bitch, good luck. And I'm like, this guy went for 400. She's like, everybody's like, get a light, get a light. And I'm like, I have a. 55 inch flat screen i, I don't play <laughs> handhelds that much so i'm like you know it's good to have the multiple of like it's a switch yeah. to get up with you and take it with you yep. and i try to explain that to friends i'm like hey i'll buy your switch from you because one of my friends was like you want mine i'll sell it to you for this and i'm like you know what i just want it because i miss playing mario kart and i miss playing with friends and sadly i haven't picked it up in like over a week it's just sitting in the dock waiting for me i haven't checked my I haven't checked animal mm-hmm. crossing or nothing <laughs> God, uh, and I still got to play some more Breath of the Wild. So. I was yeah, lucky, and I had my Switch before all this happened. So, like, well, dude, it was just a matter of for, dusting it off because well, I never lucky. played you it. Were, you were for GameStop, and you got it for a nice deal. So you're like, mm. well, yeah, because again, I'm not dumb. <laughs> you're like, and then you're like, think about selling that Switch, and all of a sudden, like, COVID, have you like, nah? Keep I thought about it, but then I was like, you know, I'm gonna dust it off and play it. I don't even care because I kept putting it off. Keep. So. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they, they had that issue with the Joy-Cons, which mine also suffered from the Joy-Con drift. I'm lucky and I don't have that yet. So. My brother inherited my Switch and he told me, he's like, the drift is getting worse. And I I was one of those people who I... I looked up a tutorial and i bought i didn't even know kit. there was a freaking actual lawsuit with that my buddy oh, of mine, yeah. dakota yeah. who was yeah. on one of our own podcasts uh, he uh was like bro there's a lawsuit against this like he had four joy cons that had it and he, mm-hmm. he's like nintendo got sued bro there's a class action lawsuit right now with it still going on yeah. with nintendo where they so have I think, to replace your joy cons i think my theory is that they're just kind of holding off on announcing too much about it until mm-hmm. they can get it right because right. If this happens again, you know, Nintendo is going to go down the money. pole. Yeah, that's money. It's like, and Sony. it's like, yes, people love Nintendo, but are they going to pay for a faulty system that forces you to buy $80 controllers like every year, year and a half, just because one of them is not working? And yeah, they, they were f- helping and fixing it at one point by saying, oh, you can send it to us as long as you haven't opened it yourself. Yeah, and we'll fix and it can, and resend tell, it to you. Yeah. But there were people coming. Oh, I lost it for a quick sec. Complaining about how it would take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know there was like a lawsuit. I mean, my unlucky mind hasn't uh, hasn't locked up or anything. So I take good care of my crap. I, I don't, you know, I don't throw it against the wall. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't bought a new. Well, to be fair, anything, mine but... was uh, pre-owned, so it it. Yeah got drift issue pretty quickly <laughs> so yeah, i want to I mean, say it wasn't pretty... my fault because the new system that i have because i got the animal crossing one and then my brother inherited my old one yeah. um the animal crossing one that i have i've had it for wow like five months now and i've used it quite a lot and i haven't had a drift issue yet so yeah. who knows i mean i got a i got a compressor and stuff so if i need to clean my controllers i just spray that air in there and just blow it all out that's usually what it is just from what Daryl just kind of said, I overspoke her. Um, you know, she looked at the tutorials. Most of it is to just take a Q-tip with like a little bit of alcohol, not much, and just work around and get all that gook out of there. That's what's giving you that. Oh, that rip. didn't even work for me. Yeah. That did. That didn't work. I had to buy a kit on Amazon. They, Amazon was selling little analog kits. I yeah. had to watch a tutorial and go very slowly and take that sucker apart. That was yeah. stressful. <laughs> oh, I and just it worked. My it helped. The other day. That's, but. Know. Mm. It's it's. it's um, but I, I mean. think it's also just like because mm. people were taking care of their systems as well. There were a lot of people who complained, like, "Hey, I take care of my system," but it yeah. it happened. So it, it was more like a hardware issue yeah. as opposed to like people not taking care of their switch. Yeah. I think it is what it is. It is what it is. It's, it's meant to be, you know, used, and your fingers are gonna get dirty. I need to look up control freaks too yeah. for my the PS5 and the PS4. My buddy, my Fernando, plays into. Uh, control freaks and they have like new thumbsticks that give you more control so you can probably try that idea if somebody wants to yeah. clean up their switch a little bit too i'm hoping i'm hoping they announce yeah. I'm, I'm not ready i'm not ready for a new switch i'm not ready to buy another console so i mean like do you want the 4k i'm like no as long as it works on the switch i'm good i, I don't need to go out and buy another 4k thing so well, there you i think go. the xbox is the next thing i might buy once finances improve but even when it's you know we'll see but yeah, hopefully Nintendo learns their lesson. I wish Nintendo games would come down in price. That's the one thing I wish, but that, that, that won't ever happen. <laughs> ever. So. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nintendo Direct. You want to talk about the Nintendo console that they came out with and the, uh, the watch? 
the I mm, honestly I kind of zoned out on that one. So for <laughs> you those can, who don't know what you can talk about is, it. Yeah, for those who don't know what that is, if you're a nostalgic freak, uh, like in the eighties or nineties, I mean I don't know much about it either. I never owned uh, something like that. It is gonna have Zelda and a few other uh, old games, I guess, in it. Uh, looks like the going price on it was like two ninety nine or three hundred bucks. So I guess it's gonna be a limited number release, and I'm just like, yeah, cool. Like it's like I think it's just like they're don't quote me on this, like an anniversary thing, thirty five year or whatever the hell it is. I don't know, so don't punch me in the face. I you know I just kind of look at it and was like, yeah, for that kind of price, hold on, man. Like I'm good. I, I can I can go without. I mean, I'm, I'm not a nostalgic freak. I mean, trust me, I have, like, all this stuff on, you know, it's cool having it all on the Nintendo Switch to, like, play, you know, Super Mario Bros. and a few other things and, and, and stuff in my, my nostalgic days, but I wouldn't spend that kind of money on something like that. I could easily get a Raspberry Pi and design something like that. But there's many homebrew kits that do that. So I think it's a cool system, but not for that price. I, 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 yeah, I can't justify it. So, but. I saw it, but it didn't really... I think it's going to kind of do the same thing. Remember when the when the little portable NES came out and everybody wanted that one, but then yeah. they came out with the second. I, I don't know if it was a Saturn or what it was. No, it was the, it was and the that SNES. just tanked. Like you couldn't. Like I, when I worked at GameStop, you could not sell that thing. Like you would just be like, "Hi, do you the want one no. that, the one no. that funk right now?" And I really still want to get it because it has Metal Gear is the ps1 version mm, but everybody's yeah, like don't yeah. do it don't do it don't do it i'm like uh like i saw it for 30 bucks and i was gonna grab it this friend of mine's like you know you can homebrew that and put all the your roms on it and i'm like yeah i know but like oh wait i so didn't like, get I, that one because it just I don't, I don't need to most well, of the, the games, games on it didn't appeal no that's everybody else my buddy did it and he, he's gonna hold the homebrew kits on it I, I can't tell you where to get them but he's got all that crap so on his and one thing I don't like, it doesn't have the dual shock on it, so you can't like feel the rumble and stuff like that. It's got the old PlayStation yeah. feel, and I'm like, ah, and the controller's really wonky and it it's crackly. If you bend it, it's got that crack feel. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, the only game I want on it is Metal Gear One because it's like legit. But other than that, I'm like, that game sucks. That game sucks. That game's not really, you know, you know. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know where companies are like, let's get this nostalgic feel. They'll pay three ninety nine for it. It's like. Mm. Not today. No, no, no. I, Do not I, can get a, I can get a Raspberry Pi that does the same thing for less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Nintendo was okay this year. I mean, I don't know. It was what. okay. It's, it had its ups. It had its down. A lot of people were talking about how that new Mario Party is not, not great. No. I mean, Smash, I mean, if you're a fighter fan, all the, you know, Tekken stuff got announced and all that stuff got announced. But, um, yeah, nothing up my alley, really. Like, Battlefield, really, I kind of was like, eh. Like I said, I was more about the indie stuff when I spotted some of the indie stuff, like, uh, you know, Syl and a few other things, like Dell just mentioned. Like, I was like, ooh. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a story-driven guy. I mean, I'm Call of Duty I was Duty intrigued done. by the Super Monkey Ball anniversary That thing. one looks that, fun. That looks, that's something. So, just because like, I played Super Monkey Ball, and I was like, wait, mm-hmm. wait, this looks fun. <laughs> Right, and I, I I ended up playing uh, Knockout Guys and or Knockout. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, we gotta yeah, play. Yeah. We gotta play some time. That's kind of fun. <laughs> I like to, I scream like a little girl when I'm playing. I'm like, oh, when I live, I'm down. I'm like, oh, big Listen, one of these days we gotta go back to playing Overcooked, and then we gotta play like some weird multiplayers. I, I would say. Yeah, we gotta make our list. Like I said, this is uh, only episode two, and we got a whole 
bunch of stuff. Oh no, there's a added. list of games. I mean, it's I need to play. I need to play Oxenfree and have you watch while I play it because mm. I I bought that game ages ago when it was on sale. It's a good sale. It's really interesting. I have not spoiled the whole thing for myself on purpose because you mm. know what's the point of spoiling it and then I don't play it. Right. Um, but there are some aspects to it that I'm I'm really excited to play about it it's kind of like a uh, like a very 90s horror-esque game with a lot of discovering like this little girl this girl she goes to an abandoned island with her friends and then suddenly she gets a radio and she uses frequencies to kind of manipulate like reality and things Mm. like that but and she can also she also gets messages from like aliens and shit and i'm like oh what is this this looks interesting and i think it might be a sequel at some point somebody was talking about which if that happens i I, I must i must play this game or try this game it sounds like something i'd be really into oh yeah no i'll i'll put it on one of these days um and i'll share play it with you so you can see and you can decide for yourself if it's something you want because <laughs> i still need to play like i bought amnesia because i was like i'll watch you play it but i won't touch that shit <laughs> no you i'm not touching that. you nope. can gladly i will gladly watch you Mm-mm. jump nope. like a little girl i will hide in my corner with my doggy and uh, nope nope i'm like not gonna, yeah, she is not a horror yeah so like mm-hmm. when we saw i saw slit and a few other things she was i like, like watching him i like watching him even though i jump and i like slightly cry a little bit um but uh you cannot get me to play a full-on horror game like there i've made my exceptions for (laughs) mild uh gory kind of and you were just talking we were sitting there about because i played plague tale and you know plague tale is like well the body one of those games that normally i'd be like "Ah." there's a moment in body and you go over and all these bodies are just scorched beyond recognition and just and you're like you hear the crunching because i'm wearing like Surround sound headphones, you just get a yep. And I've I've smelt burning carcass smell. Like oh, I've been to like, thanks. and a friend of mine does <laughs> special effects makeup for a living. Yeah. And there's this skull that I'll go into the story, but there's a skull that he made for Halloween Horror Nights for Universal Orlando. And it was it's cast out of resin, and there's like this fake skin that they put over, like a late kind of like a latex, but it's like real skin looking. Yeah. And he's playing this video for me because I went to his house. And his his shop is really cool. He's like they made a couple of them, and he he pulls up in this thing. He's like opens like the knapsack. This is like for media, so media people would get it. He's playing the video, and this guy ends up like like starts like gagging, and I'm like, what the hell is he get? He's like, it smells like rotting carcass. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you smell rotting carcass in real life. I'm like, yeah, I'm a hunter. I went I went hunting, and I shoot deer and stuff like that. And it it does smell. Like you got to you know gut it and clean it. It's gonna stink. But this like he ends up opening a little vial for me on how he developed the smell and it was getting gnarly i was like uh, and i'm like who made that he's like it's my company called blah 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 and it it smelled like shit like it smelled like rotting flesh like uh, like gross but i'm wondering all these media people are like starting to vomit one guy's on the lawn like <laughs> and you got to pull open like the skull like there's a piece of like it's foam brand it was all fake it's cash resin. You pull the brain open, and there's the SD card. The SD card you stick in your computer, and it would say, it would give you. You type in the code. It's on the skull, like it was engraved in the skull, like a laser engraver. And it said, like your code is, and you, the media person would punch it in. It would be their invite for Halloween Horror Nights. So that's how they would know that they were invited to Halloween Horror Nights. 
And I was like, well, that's pretty freaking nippy. I'm like, the smell though, holy sh-. He's like, it took us two weeks to find the smell. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, there were oh, some yeah. other ones that were, that were just worse than that. So yeah, Blake's tail, like I said, they'll, they'll won't, I'm surprised you even got through that sequence because there's a couple sequences in that. It's just like, woo. I'm, I'm still playing through it. I'm uh, on like, well, the thing is, I didn't know. I didn't really, I jumped into that game only going off the suggestions of my coworkers when I worked at GameStop where they were like, get this game. It's really yeah. good. It's indie. And I went, is the story great? And they said, yeah, the story's really good. And I thought, yeah. okay. And then as I'm playing, I just went, oh no. Oh no, it's so gory. But at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm invested. I got to go. I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were times, there were times where I kind of just kind of went like, I can't do this. I'm so bad at stealth. And if my brother was know. there, I'd just be like, do this for me. <laughs> well, like the thing. We, we played the other night and Dell was like, God, why are you? I started rushing and then my, my, my metal gear stuff, and my, my, my gears of war stuff started coming. So I started slowing down. I'm like, all right, I know how to play these. And I got through past a couple levels without even doing anything. And was like, Oh, you play stealth? I'm like, yeah, I played like Fiber Spy. I played all these, you know, kind of. Well, no, at first I was yelling at you because you kept trying to rush because you were like, I just yeah, want to get through this. And I'm like, if you rush, you're never going to finish and you're going to yeah. take twice as long because you kept well, getting killed is, I, or caught. I kind of did a redo. I kind of did a redo and I kind of flew past levels. It was like, Del wasn't there. And I was like, oh, wish Del would hop on. She, she had other things to take care and of. I, but I was a solo player and I jumped in and I was like, I got through a couple of levels really, really quick. Grab the, you know, collectibles I needed to grab and trophies I needed to grab. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't so hard. That's just me speeding up. And I, I need to learn to slow down because, like, in Metal Gear, Phantom Pain, you can't speed up. You have to, like, there's no map. You just have to pull out the binoculars and study each. And the character wants to find out what you're doing. Like, in Metal Gear, it will mm. literally go around you. It learns your path. So you have to, like, oh, shit, I can't use this gun here because it makes too much noise same thing for those guys you got to be slow and silent you know and then i was like oh i can just whip the guy in the head okay for the helmet just hit you know turn on the alcohol and hit him in the head and you know knock him out so it's turning to be a really fun game i'm really loving the hell out of it i'm looking forward to number two um like the dell didn't spoil anything for me yet so i'm almost to the end i'm not trying to speed past it but i'm really well, loving even, what i'm getting even like i'm not spoiling it for you at all but um even the new trailer yeah. it doesn't like there yeah, it's so vague yeah, as somebody who anything. finished the game it is so vague that the only thing i could really tell about the trailer is that the boy with the hair like in his face it looked like your brother from yeah, this game so i was like well, they where are they enough. yeah <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be amicia and it's gonna be hugo again we yeah. don't know where they are Mm-hmm. Uh, that's much what I got from it. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know what the hell's going on with the game I'm playing now. So I'm like, I'm just going. I'm in the chapter where I go back to the house. We just found out spoilers for those of them played. The mother is still alive. The brother got rescued. The girl's brother got rescued. She's like, the reason why we came back it wasn't really for you is because we found out your mother is still alive. Don't tell Hugo, but Hugo's up in there having a him. Yep. Is it his his, his uh, brain attack or the you know the illness he's having the blood boiling in his head. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and uh, Hugo obviously hears because they're talking loud. She should honestly just tell her brother, but she doesn't want to ruin his life. And, you know, my, his mom might be alive, but mom might die too. We don't know, you know? But yeah. You don't want to. It's like they, she doesn't want to get his hopes up because they don't yeah. know what they're going to find at that point. Yeah. She, she, she's and he's be dead. He, or have to- and if they tell him, the thing with Hugo is he's very impulsive. 
So if they told him, he would immediately be like, we got to go get her. We got to go get her. And it's like, yeah. dude, we, we cannot go get her right now. You need to chill. Yeah. yeah. One step at a time, especially with the yeah. Inquisition, the way that the Inquisition is, it's just like, they'll fuck you up. <laughs> like, you got to slow down. Like, um, I can tell you, though, were- just, just off the top of my head, I just kind of like Googled Somerville real quick. Mm. And let me actually let me pull that up in my end. I'm gonna actually so, watch the trailer. So, so I, can... I looked it up, and the co-founder for the studio, because it's from, uh, it's a debut title for an indie mm. studio called Jump Ship. So it's their first mm. title, but the co-founder uh, is called Dino Patty, and he they previously co-founded Play Dead, and they worked on Limbo oh, and Inside, my. which explains why it looks like Limbo and Inside. Oh, I would imagine, you know, it's like a... Which I'm okay with, because honestly, again, Limbo and Inside are very good games. Um, I personally didn't play Limbo, but my brother did, and I watched it. It was really good. Um, Inside is one that I actually did play, and God, that was so much anxiety, and I remember you playing. (laughs) What? Oh, uh, Inside? Yeah. I, I I think I was the one who told you I was like please play this it's well, really good. That's the one you were you were like hey like since we're getting into games like please play this like get on this yeah. play this yeah and I was like all right, I'll I'll jump on it and you're like no no please get on this. so <laughs> I picked I picked up I picked up Soma first I started playing Soma because that was like hey yeah like I know Soma's your style good. I know we're like we're chill and we like we like to play different styles please play this so I started playing Soma she jumped in um around like midway through on summer and we just started jamming talking because like we are what we are we're just we're chill and so if you watch some of that like you'll hear some of the profanity and stuff like that but that's just who we are um and i really got into it and started digging more into it i was like oh this is really good and she's like i was so mom like deep deep at the end because like he's alone at the end he's catherine catherine and he doesn't realize that his subconscious was put into the satellite and then he meets her at the end of the game you're like ah shit dude's all alone <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's it's you so can feel the panic. you're torn because you're like yeah. a part you're like a copy of him went to space, but mm-hmm. then a copy of him got stuck and like Something now there. their paths have separated. So it's like two separate entities technically now. Yeah. So you feel bad for the one that got left behind, like hardcore. All right, guys, I'm gonna watch the trailer real quick for Somerville, and I'll give you guys my opinion. <laughs> I don't want to watch it with me. I'm on YouTube right now. Uh, I already saw it. And again, I'm back. I went to the bathroom myself. I'm really went to the bathroom myself. Uh, just watched okay. uh, Somerville, and yeah, man, definitely from the developers of Inside. I am, I am, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Definitely on, definitely on board. Um, definitely something I would watch, or something I would play. Sorry, I might say watch. Um, like yeah, I would definitely play it. I love yeah. I'm gonna play Limbo too because I got Limbo for free, and I'm gonna play. I never played Limbo because I really. Mm, yeah, I, I have to watch over. you do that for the for yeah, the reactions. There's a spider in that one, and I'm just like, Ehh. oh, there's multiple spiders in that one. Yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be all right. I'll, as long as, as long you as know that. that they're there. Yeah, once I see the legs, I'm just like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. Once I cry like a little girl. If it's not like like I said, I couldn't play Dragon Age Inquisition and Michael and David. I love you guys to death. Thanks for buying me a copy of that. Once I found that there were huge spiders in it, I couldn't, unfortunately. And I had friends that were like, oh, but you get it for PC, I can mod it for you. So, because they know I have retinophobia, retinophobia. And uh, so, one of my boys was like, oh, you play style, I can mod it for you. So, you don't see, you can get more bears or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. But I felt so bad. I'm sorry, guys. 
I try. But yeah, I'm, I'm not totally in it. It looks like it's from the developers of, uh, of uh, Inside, actually. And the, the sound of the gun sounds amazing, too. A little... And it uh, looks like it's going to be a sad game, sadly. So it's probably going to have a narrative like Inside had where... Um, uh, Inside was very open-ended. It, very open-ended. And there's also a secret ending to Inside that I was right next to and I didn't know how to do it. And then somebody was like, I watched the video and they're like, oh, you want this quick ending? You, 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 and it, it goes to an ending. I'm like, oh, shit. Huh. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll replay it again and I'll show, show people that. Um, it's on YouTube. You can just pop it up if you want to just spoil yourself. But the sequence with like a little safe thing, you go down and you tick, 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 and the door opens up and then the game ends. And I'm like, shit. Oh, yeah, the one at the, like near the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally, you can end the game in like, Couple seconds. It's kind of like yeah. Far Cry and like Far Cry Four, or Far Cry Three. If, if you sit there with Pagan Man, who is voiced by Troy Baker, <laughs> which mm-hmm. we all know, uh, if you sit there and you say, "Hey, wait for me," the game will end right there. You wait like five minutes, the game will actually go to its automatic ending. I'm like, "What?" There's like three different endings. They're like, "Yeah," like Welcome to uh, Ubisoft doing their thing. I'm like, "That's wild." So, uh, yeah, Thorville, I would totally give a copy of it. It looks like I would definitely play it, but. Need to play Limbo for sure. I put that on my list. I actually redownloaded it, so I'll put that on my list once I'm done with Plague Tale. I'll uh, we'll do a let's play together, and you can watch me scream at the girl. But uh, anything else that you uh, are excited for besides that one? Like anything kind of that struck you as holy shit? Sadly, no. It was it. Like I said, it's been a very underwhelming E3, and then everything that I wanted to be excited for it was the complete opposite i'm extremely turned off by and it's sad <laughs> yeah we knew the c3 was going to be pretty pretty rough especially with covid being a thing and a lot of my game friends that are in the game industry um they even said the same thing i got like two friends work for ea and another one that's working for an indie developer um and they said it was gonna be a rough rough year i didn't know it was gonna be this rough but yeah even they said it was rough. And then one of my friends uh, knows a few people from CD Projekt Red and was like, yo, y'all need to fucking relax. Like, they're trying. They're really trying. It's not the developer's fault. It's more of a, a company's fault, you know, as a, as a management fault, not that developer's fault. So I need to get back into uh, Cyberpunk because I want to play it so bad. They put a new uh, uh, patch in, so I will probably will play it sometime soon, but... I don't right now, think like, anybody who's a genuine gamer who knows these kind of things is actually mad at developers. It's more like they get it. I think the only people who are mad are the people who just don't have any patience and don't understand how these things work. Well, it's like it's like trolls, man. I got trolled the other night on on Twitch, and I was like, "Cause this," and I was like, "Whatever." And I, I just I just kind of went away. I I I just let shit go. I don't even pay attention to the comments sometimes. I've had people yeah. on Twitch like jump on it. Hey man, what's going on? Like, hey, let's say hi. hi. I like to say hi. Um, usually, you'll get somebody like this scream sucks. Like, bye. <laughs> bye. Oh my good. I don't do it. For I just you. don't even listen to those. No. God knows how I mean, many I get for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know a uh, buddy of ours. I was just checking his out. We were finishing up our Twitch last night. We do official Twitch that Gal and myself are a part of. So you'll see her on or myself on or just collabing because. We're trying to really build uh, to a future for everything and, and stuff like that because we want to give you guys a good platform to jump onto and feel comfortable in. And we, we've invited everybody who 
maybe not a gamer just like you know you're just nervous like don't be nervous because like we're we're just as weird as you may think we are <laughs> it's okay to be a I weird mean, gamer I, I get i technically get a lot of lurkers and i don't mind them and i don't like to call attention to them either because mm. they lurk for a reason sometimes mm. um yeah I, I but i appreciate and, all my little lurkers yeah. who come in and don't say anything but they're watching yeah i have somebody walk in to say hi and i'm like hi and they're like i'm gonna watch i'm like go ahead and watch and they're like do you need help and i'm like actually yes <laughs> and there was a delay i think it was, it was on soma actually i had an, an issue and there were two dudes actually i don't know who they were uh i keep forgetting uh they do they're on the open mind channel but uh, they're not on the assessment channel um mm. and they're like oh and there's like a, there's a five second delay with switch so like from the playstation to that so i had to slow myself down and go ali you're doing this okay cool boom this okay got it and like you got it i'm like i got it <laughs> So, that's good though at least those are some fun people that are like jumped in the stream and we're like hey man like what do you do what do you, you know stuff like that so like i said yeah. don't be alarmed guys like we're building a channel slowly we got so much to discuss and i don't think we'll ever run out of topic because there's just books upon final fantasy upon stuff like that um and and movies and shows that we're geeking about and i still haven't watched loki yet or uh Falcon i have not either Soldier. so i guess maybe mm-hmm. we'll do uh me and don't you can actually do a let's watch together and Maybe make that part of a podcast. I don't know. We can do a let's watch together. Yeah, we'll <laughs> all in due time. Without her. Oh, I mean, you can watch it with me. Okay. Um, uh-huh. I'm like, Ali, pause, potty break. Okay, pause, potty break. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, join us into this and stuff like that. Um, is that enough with our E3 talk? Do you want to kind of get into our, our topic? Or? I mean, did you was there anything from E3 that you had been excited about but wasn't good? I think I feel I feel like I wasn't really expecting much from E3 this year. It's kind of I don't know why it's a lot of E3. I'm kind of like the guy who's like I'll watch the highlights. Okay. I mean, once like back in the day, I used to be like, oh my god, E3, go on G4 and watch watch it. But now it's like let me just kind of sit down and pick pick through what I want. I mean, Halo's being announced and this one's being announced right now. But I have so much on my plate right now with, with just all the games we have that I'm like, you still got to beat Horizon Zero Dawn because everybody says it's good and you really were enjoying it. You still got to finish Spider-Man. You still got to play Miles Morales. You still got to play. So I'm kind of trying not to put too it's much like on my It's like that meme list. that I sent you where it was like my backlog that I have not touched my yeah. face when people ask me, you know, if I finished X or Y game and it was mm-hmm. like, Wah. Like, I, I want to get back into Death Stranding again because I want to get a couple things in Death Stranding and, and uh, you know, and then, you know, me and Dell are doing this and I'm doing my own thing and working and learning three different programs, you know, the laser cut to 3D print. And by the way, I can show <laughs> uh, the Del Marie's thingy that I just finished up uh, last night. So this is part one of the headphone stand. <laughs> so came out pretty good. I think so. Uh, <laughs> And then her little, wow. I didn't show her this one. She doesn't even see. Her little. Yeah. My mom saw thing. the little video and she thought it was like a forest thing. And she's like, I want one from my keys. And I was like, it's Lord of the Rings. And she's like, oh, I thought it was actually, foresty. And I'm like, I might be able to find one. Actually, you're lucky. I have two other ones that are just coming to you. They're not in one of them. They'll work. <laughs> They'll work. Oh. So, oh. yeah. Okay. I, you know how I am. 3D printing wise, yeah. I'm very professional and uh, too much of a freaking perfectionist. So when I see something, I'm like, oh, I gotta get this done right because my name's on that shit. And 
even though I didn't design it, still printing it and building it's a whole other shebangle. So you can't send it to somebody who should be properly done. So that's how I am. Yeah. Even with this damn thing, it took me three goes because like it would go and then it would break and I'm just like, oh my god, Ugh. yeah. So this one, <sighs> this is an F, this is a PLA. The other ones I tried doing, I will send Dell photos. Those were out of resin and they didn't want to go at all. They didn't, they would print and they would, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. So, my clients have no idea what I, why I charge when I charge. When I tell them, I'm like, I had one client like that. And he was like, oh man, like you charged a bit much, but I can, I can see why. And I sent him all, sent him all the ones that were duds. And I'm like, here's all your duds. And he was like, huh, you really do take time and make sure shit's right. I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, you don't see that, but I just, but, um, yeah, I mean, E3 was back to that. E3 was kind of a, not a letdown for me. Just, I wasn't expecting much. Um, I didn't know what to expect, but I, I knew going in, it was going to be kind of a dud of like, not really a dud, it's just things that we were expecting. And then a lot of 2022 releases was like, hey, this is coming up, but don't expect much until next year or what have you. And the indie stuff is what I was kind of into once I was like, all right, let me see what the uh, this stuff is. And I'll, I'll watch that and, you know, and cool. I like that one. I like that one. But it all comes down to budget too. What, what, what can I afford? So, but at the end of the day, it's like, what can you afford? You know, it's like, okay, you have all these titles, but you should play what you have now. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, back to my thing. Um, yeah. Uh, E3 was kind of a letdown for me. So not really, but yeah, wasn't really expecting much. <laughs> <That way. laughs> uh, but yeah, I wasn't expecting much from E3 and I didn't get what I wanted. So, I mean, I did get what I wanted. I got some indie titles, but other than that, I didn't get much. So. Um, Appointment, because... Um... I mean, don't get me wrong. I know I'm going to get crap for this opinion of mine, but remember when we talked about last time where I'm just, I'm not sure how I feel about where Final Fantasy is going. Mm. Um, they did show off like a little bit more, a little like gameplay-ish and they, they have a demo out. I haven't touched it. I should I haven't touch touched it, it either. Before I, give, touch it. before I give a bigger opinion, but I, I like Ninja as a studio. It's an okay studio, but I just don't know how I feel about this new Final Fantasy Origin game that they're coming out yeah. with, which is like a hack and slasher thing with like yeah. these very well, not memorable appeal, looking characters. They're trying to appeal to an audience like myself that's problem, easy to pick up. Yeah, the problem I'm worried about is is this going to be another. Uh, type zero or slash dirge of cerberus debacle where they kind of went on side paths to final fantasy and then they Mm. came up with these new styles of playing final fantasy where it was like these hack and slashes and stuff and these games quickly and i mean like really quickly just dropped in price there was really no audience people weren't buying it maybe now who knows maybe like the audience has evolved enough to be where they can say, yeah, now we will probably have a bigger audience for it and people will actually want to play this game. Mm-hmm. Um, probably so. I mean, like, but, uh, I, played, like, I don't know. I mean, I like, like I said, I want to play the, I'm going to play the demo first, but I just, I hate that all these new FF games are being announced, like 16 and 7 The First Soldier, which is like a 30 year before the actual game 
thing where everybody's like a y'all get to play a first class soldier online on this like mmo kind of weird thing and i'm just like i don't i don't know it i feel like in trying to get new people into the franchise they're forgetting the older fans and I guess it's fine in a way because the older fans probably aren't playing as much Final Fantasy, like not like no, me. I think it's becoming a but it's like it's becoming a cash grab. They do have the older fans still who are just kind of wishing, you know, <laughs> that yeah, it wouldn't I mean, go. It's like it's like far. me with a few games. Like it was like, would you want this game? And I'm like, I want a remaster of this because it's so nostalgic. I mean, I want to see it remastered for this season and. Like, we got Mass Effect Legendary, and I'm like, like, are you going to get a copy of that? I'm like, can't afford it right now. Did want a copy. Had to take it off my pre-order list, but I'll get it to you when it's in price. Yeah, I I liked, don't get me wrong, Remake, FF7 Remake is okay looking. Mm -hmm. But in terms of playability, it's very different to the old school games, and Mm -hmm. it's not a play style that appeals to me necessarily. Right, you're not a... And it gets very frustrating when there's too many commands to do different things and i forget mm-hmm. them constantly <laughs> yeah I, I see what you're saying because you're not like a button masher you're like more strategic of like okay i'm doing this from sub menu a the sub menu yep. b boom yep. boom boom it's kind of like persona 5 you know it's like okay i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm doing this okay i know these sequences i don't need to go through hit a and b to do this or x or x or y you know extra circle or what the hell have you you know i can see what you're but I think there was also a thing where you can adjust that to where it's not a thing. So you can play your old school way. I think they are yeah. catering to both style of fans. I did see a setting in there for that. Because somebody was like, it was like classic or new style. And somebody chose classic and it went right back to the, the menu system. So like, okay, you do this, 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 and you, you know, turn-based. And I, I, I see what you're getting at. I mean, and right now I can see why they're, they're trying to get people such as myself and others that are like, not turn-based oriented to like be comfortable with it, I guess. And yeah. To me, it's like a cash grab. I don't know. It's, it's like, like I said, I'm glad that they're bringing in new people to the franchise and they're expanding storylines and stuff, but I feel like they're trying to bring in a new crowd that likes different types of game and they're losing the essence of what final fantasy audience. was yeah. in terms mm-hmm. of like storylines and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 16 is to be seen because I can't really give too much of an opinion on 16 because they no. said it's playing off of the storyline of the online MMO. And I, mm-hmm. I have never touched it because that's a cash grab right there. That's like yeah. Warcraft to me. I'm not. Apparently they're I'm making a shit ton of money, money on it. So that. like, that's why they're doing it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not sinking played. money into those kind of games and. Mm. So, like, I don't know too much of the lore for that one. I just know that when I saw the trailer, nothing appealed to me. It just felt like I was watching a trailer for Game of Thrones knockoff, and none of the characters really pop out. None of them stand out. It's a very washed-out color palette, so, like, you don't even know who the heck is important or not. And I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see as it goes on and develops and, and more things come out. <laughs> right. I mean, it kept saying, I think somebody's like, you did said chaos like seven times We're looking for chaos 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 and there's like me and i put on our, our page and i was like yeah pretty much right but i watched the trailer and i'm like oh god 
Well, like that's not even your like your your bug. Your uh, your we didn't last podcast. We were trying to get into your nitpicky with uh, with the Final Fantasy eight or seven. Oh God, eight eight is the one that I hate. <laughs> That we we decided we're like let's go down that rabbit hole. So I actually had to study it. I had to go. Did you? But did you look up eight or seven? I looked up eight. Okay. So I looked up. I looked up what you did. And I was like, okay, I got the story. <laughs> I got what the hell is going on. There's this kind uh, thing. There's this girl. There's that. I'm like, holy shit. So this game, when it came out, and I still have one of the old. I think it's. Oh God, was it Game Informer or IGN? I don't know. I don't remember what the magazine was at that time. It was probably an IGN magazine. Um, I have an article clip from that magazine when the game still hadn't come out yet. And you you only got like screenshots and things. And this game uh, was sold as a romance. So, you know, this, they, they they kind of promoted this game as like, a game that was, you know, two lovers that, you know, they meet and it's like a love across time and things mm-hmm. like that. And you play this game. It was confusing because he's falling in love with his teacher and it's like teacher's falling in love with him. No, and then it's no, like, no, oh. no, no, very wrong. He does not care about anybody at the beginning. He's very aloof because when he was, very young and a child uh he had a girl that was like his older sister at an orphanage and uh i guess she disappeared on him or she uh, i don't know she didn't get adopted she got she had to leave because she has a she has a power that really never gets explained for the whole game it's the one thing that you're just kind of sitting there going how can she do this and yeah it's just this whole you have to trust that she can do it because she can, and that's it. <laughs> um, and she can basically kind of send people back into other people's memories, which is what she spends most of the game doing. And you don't know it's her until you meet her again. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I've been doing that. Um, <laughs> and then you're just like, why? <laughs> why, though? Yeah. Um, so basically she just has to disappear because she has a power that like sorceresses want and the military wants and Mm -hmm. yada yada. So they have to hide her. And he's just so heartbroken that the one person he loved and, and that he'd opened himself up to left him. And he's just like, everybody leaves me and I'm all alone. Even though he's in an orphanage with a whole bunch of other kids, he just does not care to be very friendly with. Um, So he just kind of like grows up and becomes this very aloof human being. Um, that which is where you start the game he's very aloof and his teacher who is like a year older than him has a crush on him but he's like when she confesses it to him near the very beginning he, of the game he just kind of like, goes yeah no. he's so just kind of whatever that's i was right and i was like mm-hmm. no 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 his teacher did she stopped she's like i'm not part of this military thing anymore and they're like he's like eh, fuck you, fuck no you. he he basically she basically confides in him she's like oh i had to step down as a teacher because yeah. apparently i'm not that good of a teacher right now yeah. um things like that yada yada, yada, yada. kind of goes he literally tells her why aren't you telling it to somebody who actually cares like straight yeah. up the dialogue is him just going you should tell this to somebody who cares yeah. <laughs> she's just like oh <laughs> i thought move. you know yeah. like mm. 
and he just kind of he he literally his catchphrase is whatever and he walks away and i'm like oh oh okay (laughs) um but no it's um it's it's so discomforting this game to me because there's this he finally like the, the love interest is this girl who was dating his rival at the beginning of the game Mm -hmm. so his arch rival who gives him a a face scar and whatnot they were dating and then i guess they break up and then she treats the protagonist like he doesn't know anything you know she calls him a meanie head she has a habit of stomping her foot and just pouting and throwing a tantrum and everybody Mm -hmm. always tells me well you got to remember he's a military boy and she's a civilian. So it's like this kind of like clash of they, they have to understand each other. And I'm sitting there going, it's one thing to be a civilian. It's a whole other thing to act like you're five, <laughs> right. which is what she does during most of the game. She well, just she is very impulsive. Either, you know? She's like, I'm so great. It's like, she's very yeah. impulsive. She's the, she's the daughter of a military general and yeah. she leads uh this uh what is it this rebe- rebellion group right trying to get the military out of this town and and i'm just kind of sitting here going are you okay child but then yeah. what the most disturbing part of this game to me is how closely they wrote the storyline to where j- just just one one little millimeter and the protagonists that are romantically involved could have been siblings. Yeah. It got and really quick. Like, and there's a possibility. I had to the video. I was watching, uh, I think it's like in my head. It was, yeah. In my head, there was always this possibility. Yeah. What if they're actually it? related and they have no idea, but mm-hmm. then of course it's this whole, well, they're the same age. So I was like, okay, that kind of kills my theory a little bit. Mm. But it's like maybe, maybe not, they, they could have because... almost been, and it's so mm-hmm. it, to me it's still awkward because it's when he in, if if he ever introduces her to his dad, it's like, hey, this is the daughter of that girl that you banged, that I watched you kind of bang in a memory. Yeah. Like that yikes! Would have been, that would have been <laughs> that would have been like what the like what what conver- what kind of conversation was that going to be like down the line? They're dating and yeah, honestly, like how do you how do you, how do you I went into my own dad's head and I had a memory of my dad banging your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember my dad We're banging. Sorry for mom. that image, everybody. <laughs> but, it was just very, like, mmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, mm, I just, I cannot. Also, this is the only female Final Fantasy protagonist in a while. I, I haven't really thought about other ones. But it's the only female Final Fantasy protagonist that is mostly useless. And I mean that yeah. severely. Like, she is mostly useless um, until she... Spoiler warning for whoever's not played this game, but this game is old as hell. So, you know, if, if you don't know... Yeah, 1998 sorry. or 1999, <laughs> yeah, but like that. 98 or so. Um, this, this girl, she becomes useful when she finally gains sorceress powers that she yeah. inherits from another sorceress who's dying and it's like yeah. you're the only person here right now so here take this and i'm like oh boy 
oh boy. <laughs> um, but she that's the only time she becomes useful because the only useful part of her in battle is her dog. Her limit break is her dog. Her dog brings you items and things and yeah, that that's about it. And then she has a disc attached to her wrist. And half the time she gets caught by bad guys, they grab the wrist that does not have a weapon attached to it. So she could very easily just kind of reach back and just like embed the thing in somebody's skull, which is what I would have done. But instead, she just stands there, does this weird little jerky struggle, and then is like, (laughs) help me, Squall, help me. And you have to rescue her three times in the game. Three, not one, three And on top of this three times, if you're in a battle and she's caught in the battle, which happens, I believe, twice. I can't remember. I believe it's twice. I I know it it happens one time and it pissed me off because I had to redo the battle. Oh, no, it does happen twice. Yeah, it does happen twice. Um, Like, he rescues her again. Like, like, uh, if she dies in the middle of the battle because the enemy kind of takes all her life essence from her, because you have to be fighting the enemy, but also healing her. Because the enemy is like, let me just take her life essence, you know, let me take her HP. If she dies in the middle of the battle, you don't go, oh, it's fine. I can just keep battling until the enemy is dead and then just keep going on with the story. No, the game goes, hey, game over. You didn't rescue her. She's dead. And you're just like, ah, no. (laughs) And so, and one of them is a really tough battle. So it's this constant like healing her. Uh, planning your, and planning also your trying to fight and, mm-hmm. and I hate it and then if you accidentally hit mirror on her y- you can kill her as well if you put reflect on her you can kill her on accident and it's like oh great joy of joys <laughs> so like, how dumb already found that out oh god it gets so frustrating <laughs> it gets so frustrating but like it it's I don't know. Like there are so many people who like this character and sh- to me she's just so absolutely unlikable. It's her attitude, it's the way she reacts to things where she wants everything kind of her way. It's the way she pushes herself on the protagonist in a very uncomfortable way. And I know people are always like, "Well, it's just a game" or "Oh, well, this is how Japanese culture is." But then you you my my counter uh, argument to that is okay put yourself in the protagonist's shoes if you had a guy or girl or whatever your preference is act like this so basically go to your friends or go to your teammates at this time because he didn't consider most of them his friends and just kind of go hey i'm really into this dude could you kind of like push it and try and get him to like me Like, would you not be uncomfortable with it? Like, if you're saying no, 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 and it keeps happening. And then suddenly this person who's really into you goes to one of your friends and says, hey, can you see if you can get him to give you his ring that he wears that is like a memento to him and that he loves this ring and that he never takes it off? See if he'll give it to you Mm -hmm. and then make me a copy to wear without telling him and without me asking if it's okay to do that like i'm sorry but at that point that's when i kind of go hi i would like a restraining order on this bitch (laughs) i mean she's very the story was so it could have went left right up and down it's like hey this is going on that's going on and i had to stop and rewind a couple times i'm like what in the 
just going I, on. I and love the protagonist. I love Squall. Don't get me wrong. Squall is a good character. He has very realistic uh, evolution in the game. He goes mm. from just not caring and being very isolated to suddenly going, oh, wait, I have friends. I can depend on these people. Like I, I'm feeling things, you know, I, I actually care what happens to myself and the mm-hmm. world in general. Yeah. Once he finally develops and you're like, oh, shit, he does have a soul. But at the same on. time, the romance between these two characters was just so forced and it felt yeah, at the end, it by was other like... characters onto him it didn't feel natural it felt more like a sibling relationship right. and then the well, romance all, was just kind of pushed all found out you know that, oh shit we're all we were all orphans and this is what that fuck was going on and, just, and she's just, not just, part of it regardless she she never and, grew up with them no. she was very and, and they're all well that like big reveal of like oh shit this is what's going on with all of us we're all now mm-hmm. getting our memories back yada, yada. this this thing and then you're like like you said it was story could have gone Anyway, I think they had a lot to write, and they're like, "Okay, that's not working. Let's go this way. Let's go that way." And it's like, you know, she's gonna fall in love. Like that's what they were they were taking. They're like, "These two are gonna love." You're like, "Yay!" And then Cipher, you're like, "Okay." I also really didn't like that part of the narrative where it's like, "Oh, here's a convenient plot twist. All of us grew up together." Right, and it was really like I was looking at. (laughs) I'll see if I can find the video that I watched. It's about a six year old video. But the guy did a pretty much an hour breakdown of the whole story and what it all out to you. So you can kind of understand mm-hmm. it. So I didn't have to play the 10 hours campaign. He broke it down and he had some smart ass shit to say too. And I was like, okay, got it. You know, yeah. but even he, he was like, okay, we're all, we're all from an orphanage together. And this is what's been going on. And holy shit. We're just realizing that we're all kind of related in some form. Well, they're not related. They are, they all grew up in the same orphanage. They were all orphans. Yeah. Which is um, like, what the that, the only know? ones that might have at some point could have been related would have been Renoa and Squall, which is why mm. I like the idea of them having more of a sibling-esque relationship, which felt mm. natural, um, as opposed to that forced romance where even in the game, when you had the choice to give answers to her during intimate moments, if you responded negatively, which is what I did all the time, because I was like, stop pushing, stop, I don't want this. Um your friends would retaliate by being like, why are you so mean to her? You should be nicer to her. She really likes you. And I'm just like, no one is obligated to be nice to someone just because they like them. Mm. No one. Like, I like how you bring the realism into it. <laughs> well, this is, this was also my pet peeve during remake, to be fair. Mm. My pet peeve was that all the females thirst over cloud in mm. a very uncomfortable way. And I know a lot of guys who would joke like, oh, I wish a girl would like, like a hot girl like that would thirst over me like that. But then I would go, but would you, would you like, think of it in real life, hot or not, if a girl actually like pushed herself onto you that way, would you not kind of hesitate and step back and be like, you genuine or are you, you a little psycho? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes it turns out to be psycho guys, just a heads up. (laughs) <laughs> girls can also be cray cray there's, yeah. there's something up there yeah. that's kind of mm-hmm. some girls can be obsessive and right, it's like, mm. I got a friend right now that's at work that has a restraining order I, I always remember like, I always remember this uh, I don't remember if it was a movie or an episode to a show or something no it was an episode to a to a show I believe 
where this girl's just so obsessed with the guy that she goes, I baked you a pie. And then he's like, oh, okay, thanks. Cool. And he eats a slice of pie. And he's like, it's really good. And she's like, my hair is in that pie. And oh, you just ate it. Guy. So you've, you've got a piece oh. of me in you. And I just kind of sat there going, <gasps> what is wrong with you? So, so what Delmarie's referring to, which is hilarious, she's referring to Family Guy. When Brian... Brian, uh, Meg oh, yeah. get a date to the dance, Meg. Oh, and God. then like, and, and like, you know, Meg is Meg, and Brian's a dog, obviously. So it's like bestiality right there. Uh, <laughs> not that that's weird or anything. Uh, so anyway, um, please, please, anyway, please. So they're going. No, they're going no. Reiterate that is weird. Do not do bestiality. <laughs> well, I mean, look what we touch on. Anyway, so uh, Lois is going down. Like they're taking a prom photo, and like. She's like, he's like, did you put weed in, weed in my, he's like, weed in your pocket. So he's like, all right, they go to the dance and they're like, you know, Brian's dancing with her, Meg's falling in love. And all of a sudden, like, Brian gets shit face hammered. And all of a sudden, like, one of the girls, like, picks on Meg and she's like, you know what, Connie? Blah, blah, blah. And like, Brian tells her, you know what, Connie? You're just going to be washed up. You're giving hand jobs, whatever. And he barks all over and they start, like, he barks and they make out or whatever. And she falls in love with Brian. And then she, like, ties Brian up, like, this, like, thing. And she's telling, Brian's like giving everybody clues, like, yo, Meg's fucking psycho. And then she's like, hey, Brian, you want a piece of pie? And he's like, hmm, it smells kind of good. And he sit and he's like, hmm, what's in it? You want some Cool Whip? And they, that's where the Cool Whip come, thing comes in. Uh, that's what he always says. He's sitting and like, a part of me is inside of you. My hair is inside that pie. And then uh, <laughs> Stewie, Stewie's like, can I get a piece of pie? He's like, sure. He's like, can you get some Cool Whip? Cool Whip? And then he's like, eats it. He's like, you're eating eggs, and he's like, ah! That's, that's the little, that's the little yep. shit. Yep. I, I explained it too much. Too, too long, but you guys got it. But I'm surprised, uh, you, I'm surprised but, I grabbed your your ear. But like, going back on this, even though it's my personal pet peeve that I don't like this character, um, right. you know, everybody can feel how they want, and 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 I know that people are going to go in the comments going like, it's just a game. It's supposed to be unrealistic. Yeah, but there comes a point where if I'm not believing the romance, it it's What's bad writing. It's story, just yeah. bad writing yeah. at that point. And if you're selling me this game, story. like all the promotions were going, oh, it's a love across, you know, time, and time, yeah. you know, it's 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 this this whole game is about their romance, and I'm just sitting here going, what romance? He doesn't want her, and literally by the end of the game, the only reason I feel like he wanted her is because everybody shoved her down his throat so it's almost yeah. like um stockholm syndrome kind of at that point i feel like mm-hmm. um maybe i might be misusing stockholm syndrome who knows possibly, <laughs> possibly but my i think my biggest peeve and i can't fault square for doing this because that's what they do again this this goes back to why I'm not into the new well, I guess origin they, they game also, they also cater to They cater to the audiences too, like the Western and Asian well, audiences. Well, I think with 8, because 7 was so popular in the West, they wanted to try something different with 8. Mm-hmm. So with 8, they went out on a limb. They took a risk. I'm not saying it was a horrible risk. Um, some of it paid off. Some of it was okay. But so, a lot of aspects of the gameplay were just not great. Um, the card game, you either love it or you hate it Yeah, straight up. You either love or hate their card game. A lot of people love the card game. 
uh, Triple Triad. I never got too into Triple Triad, but then I liked the card game in Nine, which was kind of similar. So who knows? Some that makes me always hesitate uh, replaying this game. So every time I have to replay this game or like I try to replay this game, it's the battle system that kind of just makes me rethink it several times. Because unlike other Final Fantasy games where you learn your spell and that's your spell, you can use it as many times as you want. You can use it whenever you want. You know, you either level up and learn the spell that way. Or like in Final Fantasy IX, you equip items that have these spells and then you you kind of have to keep the item on until the EXP bar fills and then you've learned that spell and you can take the item off. And then right. that's your spell. With eight, all of the magic in the game, you had to draw it. So you either had to draw it from a draw system well that was like randomly in the map and draw systems were very rare in the map. You would only have one per section maybe if even that mm. or one per dungeon maybe two if you were lucky and uh the only other way to get draws is when you're in a battle you would draw magic from the enemy and you could draw up to 99 of each spell depending on how long you know you're drawing or things like that like you'd accumulate them you could only have up to 99 and then as you cast your spells you would deplete these spells so it was like it added an aspect of tactic to the game, but also frustration because if you were in an area and suddenly, ooh, boss battle that I didn't know was going to happen. Oh, wait, he's uh, weak to fire magic. I only yeah, I don't, I know, I don't have that. Yeah. Or, oh, I did not draw any Faragas. I have nothing. And then you're just stuck in this area where it's like, oh, if, if you're like some people where you literally run through the game trying to get through the story and just mm. kind of skip the grinding, at some point you would get to where you're too low level and you still kind of go YOLO, I'm going to suicide run this dungeon right. and you do it and then you get to, you, you barely make it to a save point and you're like, oh, thank God I'm at a save point, should be better now. But then you realize, I have no items. I barely have magic. I cannot fight any monsters or I'm going to die. And then mm-hmm. suddenly, boom, boss battle right in front of you. So it's just like, oh, I am stuck. And then yeah, oh, you really I don't forgot know how to, to make a second I mean, save, which I has so happened have, to me. So many people have done that. I have like three saves. You're like, what's that one for? You're like, don't, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Literally, I've learned to just make backup saves of saves. So I'll just like save at one point. And then I will make another save file as I keep progressing. And then like, I'll write over them as I feel start, as I start to feel safer, I'll, I'll write over certain ones just in case, Mm -hmm. but I'll keep. I always wonder that with friends that play (sighs) final fantasy and shit, like why there were like six saves and they're like, they're like, "Mm -mm, not not number one. Like why I'm stuck there at here. Yep. Yep. Yikes. There are a lot of, and and now there's a lot of games where you can't even do that. It's just one save. And it just auto yeah. does it for you. What game is it? There's a game that I'm playing. Ah, I forget. Oh, Little Nightmares is one of those games where you only have one save. You can't, like, if somebody wants to play your game they and you're like, oh, yeah, here, you can borrow it or you can play it on my system or whatever, you would have to 
if if they decide, oh, let me start new game, your save file is gone. What? Yeah. It's it's kaput. It just it tells you it goes, hey, it's gonna delete the save. Are you sure? And you're just like, uh, uh, no. I so like the, only one person can play it at a time. Why they would? I get why they're trying to do that, but at the same time, I'm like, what the fuck? It it it, it was definitely it was definitely short sighted of them to do that because I thought to myself, what if I want to watch somebody else play it, but also not kill my save? <laughs> yeah. Um, once you once you lose a save, man, that's yeah. hours gone. Yep. I mean, I Especially guess if like somebody a, wants to play it on my system because thing, they yeah. don't have their own. Yeah. So. It's one game I do need to pick up. I saw that I'm like, eh, and they have it on. I think VR now too. Yeah, like, but eight was just weird because of all the risks they took. Spend hours in a field looking for a certain enemy because that certain enemy had the one magic that I needed to mm. to draw and then you just kind of have to stand there letting them hit you and just mm. drawing and drawing and drawing with all your characters for a while and then if you changed a character or if a character was forced on you you mm. had to go into your menu and be like okay what does this character have oh you barely have any magic you have to move your magic from the one character you're not using in the moment to the other character mm. So that they have things, and it's just such a pain. Ah, fucking, that's fucking tedious. And then there were only like a certain amount of weapons in the game, and to get these weapons, you had to find magazines, like these little weapon magazines, and mm. you would read the magazines, and then you would unlock the ability the to like create these weapons. But then you had to have the items to create said weapons, and that was another <laughs> pain in the butt. <laughs> Instead oh, of just being to, like, hi, I would like to buy this on your shop, please. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, welcome to Destiny 2, man. Destiny 2 is just like it. The grind is real. <laughs> it's like, listen, I don't have all this time to be sitting here trying to draw 99 fires from this one enemy that I what can one-hit uh, KO on accident what was if the I story, try. story lamp, do you know? Was it like huh? 23 hours? Six? What was the story lamp, do you know? For like eight? Boom. Yeah. Listen, I mm, I have erased eight so hard from my memory. I don't know, but we'll 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 look it up right now. I'm guessing I'm guessing that's why they're like, hey, let's can make them. I like how I googled FF eight story, and the second thing that shows up in my suggested searches FF eight story bad, <laughs> FF eight story explained, <laughs> FF eight story Reddit. <laughs> don't go down the Reddit hole. Oh my god. Laguna like story? Mm, I do love Laguna, but also mm, that was really weird, the fact that you find out later, oh hey, this is my dad. I'm playing <laughs> my dad. Thank you. Oh, good. Sorry. Hours. A little bit of Jon Snow. So, da, 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 da. so I guess like it says the main story is about 40 and a half hours ish. That's why they added all that grind. Yeah. They wanted to slow you down. I guess that's why they did that. Yeah. They say sense. that to to a hundred percent. It it's about depending on what platform. It goes anywhere from eighty hours to ninety five hours on PS two. Wow. Dang. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, replay it. Like you get your money's worth. You can't complain yeah, on yeah. that front. Yeah. I I would always tell myself when I when I'd see an FFA, uh, not FFA, when I'd see any Final Fantasy game in PS one and PS two era. My excuse was like, it's pricey, but I'll get my money's worth in hours mm. that I'll play. 
Yeah, um, there's a few play too. Like I remember I one game I played and it was just like long as shit. Yeah. Like, how many hours you like forty hours? So like forty hours. I'm like, well, that's like throughout a month, you know. I don't sit down play yeah. for three hours, sit down play for three hours. I mean I've got some people that grind all up in day. Yeah. So, um I know I know eight also was one of those games where the soundtrack wasn't the best. Um at least compared between seven and nine. Yeah, it was okay. It, yeah. it was very okay. I have maybe three songs in that whole soundtrack that I like. Everything else, I could hear it once and then just kind of move on from it for the rest of my life. Right. It's not like nine where I still listen to that soundtrack to this day because it's so good. Well, um, I don't listen to that. Put it on my Spotify. Oh, God, listen. Okay, but no, but like near soundtrack, please, for the love of God, I need you to get the near soundtrack. I have it. I need you to get it. It's so good. I will help find it. Help it's on YouTube. Out, Somebody has a whole playlist of it on YouTube. Just well, you've got the email. Send it on over. You I'll, I'll send it to you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> but eight is just. I just. I feel like they took too like, many risks on eight, and then the story gets really convoluted. And I right. mean that there's so many theories on the ending, but there's no concrete like. This I would is love why. to see what the writers this is what happened. Like, I really would like even, to see what the they hell They didn't even had. give us that. They just kind of went, here's this ending. And everybody goes, oh, well, what if Ultimecia, who's the big baddie, is actually Reno in the future because Squall got mm. killed and she went crazy? Uh, has anybody has anybody ever like looked into the writer's room? If they were, any, did they know, ever I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be very, very honest. This is the one game that because I don't love it, I don't fall down a rabbit hole looking for too much right. about it. Um, the one thing I looked up about it was this really intriguing theory about one of the characters I actually like in the game because there's only maybe four characters I like in the game. Right. Um, and one of them whose name is Selfie Tilmit, um, who's one of my favorites, weirdly enough, <laughs> because she's very perky and a lot of people are like, I wouldn't think that of you. And I'm like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. She's just very not a character that I normally would get attached to, but here we right. are. <laughs> you never um, know. She there was a theory that was backed up by uh, encrypted data that people found later mm. on when they data mined the game. Data mine that bitch. Huh? Uh, which is where a lot of people data mined and they found out that she had the strongest spells in the whole game. And I mean the strongest. Uh, including her limit break in the game itself. Her limit break, uh, if you knew how to develop it and go fast, you could mm. get her to play a spell that's called The End, which it literally plays like one of those cartoon endings where it's in a field of flowers and butterflies. And then you see the the end, the, that stereotypical cartoon, The End, yeah. pop up on screen. And it would KO right. even a lot. It even KO'd a lot of boss characters if you could get Damn. it. And, and the thing is, you would have to get it, though, because her limit was called slots. So you would yeah. have to kind of go through and see if you could get like a three time spell. And then you could bam, 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 three really right. powerful spells. She had Ultima. I think she had Meteor. She had like some really intense spells. But then it turns out she had even more spells that could have um, turned the tide of the game and made her like almost too OP in the game, basically. Right. Um, like and it was, led to this theory like, where people were thinking maybe she was meant to be the sorceress instead of Renoa, which 
to me, and a lot of people are like, no, that that's been debunked. Um, I know there's a Reddit thread that I, I read last year that was very intriguing and some stuff was debunked and they were like, yeah, no, she wasn't meant to be an actual like sorceress. It was just a thing that they gave her that she yeah, and they, had they and, like- and there was no explanation to it. Like most of the plot of the game where it was just like, <laughs> here, take this. We're not going to tell you why. Just go with it. Um, right. <laughs> that was pretty much the game. Just go with it. Right. Uh, meanwhile, I'm sitting here going, I can't, I need to know why. <laughs> um, I need to know every rabbit hole. I literally, why? I just literally was like, listen, I need explanations for why all this is happening. It's just dumb. Um, but this character also, to me, in my head, I was wondering if maybe she was also meant to be in the early, early, early drafts of the protagonist because there is a piece of art that is like one of the first pieces of art for this game that um, Amano, Yoshitaka Amano drew, and it is Squall and Selfie sitting in the grass, like on a picnic blanket overlooking the garden that is their military thing. And it's just, if you look at the picture, it says Squall and Selfie. So my, my theory was like, maybe she was meant, because as you play the game, you start to think to yourself, maybe... This is what was supposed to happen, but it didn't because the producers or, you know, the people who approved the designs or something might have looked at Selfie and said, we like her as a character. We want to keep her, but she's not the stereotypical beauty that we Mm. think would attract an audience and go, yes, I want to romance this one. So that's where Renoa might've come in and they Mm -hmm. made her more traditionally like, that's you know, too, and they've also kind of looked like that. They made her look when they write like, shit like that. They also look down and they go, "Okay, where's this taking us in the future?" Too? Yeah. Because I don't know if they're if they're three. They, years they, I think my theory is they looked band, at her so. and they mm-hmm. said she's not the kind of pretty that most people yeah, who are playing we, the game will will want to. Yeah. Like, how do we they, make her number one relatable? And so they we, were like, we make another story? character, and then they went with Renoa, and they said, "Okay, now we got to figure something out for her." But Selfie is this character who the whole game is very perky. She's mm-hmm. very um, kind of, she, she's very optimistic about things. She's very right. like gung ho. She has a streak to her, which is funny because she's just like, yeah, love and peace, but also don't fuck with my friends. I will beat the shit out of you. And she does. <laughs> she blows up a military uh, base okay. because they had blown up her old school. Like when she found out her old school had been like attacked, she looks right. at Squall and says, I want to blow them up. And Squall says, take a team, go blow them up. And she does. She straight up goes infiltrates and blows it oh. up. Um, and she also gets rid of these missiles because apparently there are these missiles that are happening and it's like, oh no, we got to stop the missiles. So yeah. Selfie was just kind of like, I get my revenge, but also I deal with the missiles. <laughs> so she does that. Yeah. But she's a character that she's the polar opposite of Squall, mm-hmm. but also she knows how to understand him in ways and she'll kind of talk to him and things. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I'm like, I feel like this was the character that was originally intended to kind of pull him out of his shell because she's right. such an opposite to him. Yeah, he's more of an introvert. He wouldn't have known how to deal yeah. and he would have yeah. kind of like, oh, okay, into my space now. Um, yeah. But again, this all le- this is all theories 
that I'm throwing out because I'm like, okay, I saw this original art and I'm like, oh, Selfie came before Renoa and mm-hmm. they're in this art together. And also Selfie had the OP magic that, you know, you right. would think a sorceress has, but it was coded in the game and half of this magic wasn't even used. It's amazing how many things, like when they do data mining, it's like mm-hmm. uh, following some game and one guy, was, one, the devs had to come back and go, listen, that actually, you're, this poor guy's theory, it was like a six-year-old theory to some game, I can't even remember, but he, <laughs> The devs came back and was like, hey, bro, you're way off. And then they yeah. pulled out the old script and they go, dude, you're so off that that was just an F up by us. And he's like, huh, what? He's like, we love where you went with it, but that wasn't even the game plan. I felt so bad. I was like, dude. They found all these assets and things and like that wasn't even the game plan. Here's the actual script and here's why we changed it to that. The guy that we, that was a test for this character actually to see if we could do it. I'm going like, to oh. send you later this link to the video where, where somebody explains the data mining and stuff and it's it's oh, yeah. a youtube video it's from final fantasy peasants who are um, this is just me plugging them i follow them on facebook they have a facebook group it's mm-hmm. a really great group they do a lot of myth busting and debunking and theories and stuff um but they have this video on youtube called uh ff8 selfie tillman a potential sorceress story theory and it's a really good watch um, at least for me, I, I sat there and I was just very into it for the whole thing. It's intriguing as hell because you don't know. It, it's an almost half an hour theory. I would love to see what the hell, if the writers ever released their script and said, hey, here's what we did. Or did they read like, you know, a documentary Q&A of like, hey, here's why we did what we did. Here's, you know, some writers do that for the game. But I feel like with Final Fantasy, sadly listening to a lot of the devs that work on it, they're like, yeah, that was like three years in the making, and this is what we kind of we went with this character, and then the manager came in and said, "No, no, no, change that because it's not playing to this audience." And yada yada. I wish they would just freaking the devs would just come in and do a Q and A and be like, "Boom," you know. Yeah. But they never will, and that's kind of sad. I, I don't, you know, I, I love that theory of her because it's like we found her, but like, could that been a QA test? Could that been a, that, that's a whole other ball game, you know? Yeah. What she had done? What she had done? We don't. We don't know. You know. Yeah. Why was she still in the game? You know, in, in the in the dump. You know, you, you don't know. So, I like the theory though. I like, don't. You know, I don't like, think. I think they debunked the idea that Ultimicia is Renoa in mm. the past. Um, not sure if it was. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? And she gets brought up a lot, Renoa. She, you know, it's like when cause like I deep dive like the other day, guys. I went to like you know some guy had a long video of like let's start vital, and you're like going through it all. You're like, okay. <laughs> I like, just know I was very disappointed with a lot of the characters too because mm. in eight a lot of the characters end up kind of relegated to the background. Let me just no no let me turn on my light. No you know what whatever. Life right life right. Dark Delmarie. This is how we live now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the problem with eight is a lot of the characters are with you just because mm-hmm. so Zell and Quistis are with you because they kind of are from your garden they've gone on missions with you and they just kind yeah. of decide hey I'm gonna stay and help you they don't really have any other motive no. on that There's nothing there. joins you because he's a sharpshooter who gets sent by the other garden to help you out and then he just kind yeah. of decides to stick around mm-hmm. Renoa stays with you because oh, you know, we, we have a contract. You're supposed to help me later. And oh, suddenly the fate of the world is, 
you know, let me, let me help you out with Looming that. Over here, yeah. um, but the underlying issue with her is, you know, she's in love with Squall. She stays for him. Yeah. Um, so like none of the characters really have much of a development beyond yeah, that fought. <laughs> Whoop. Internet just keeps dropping, so mm-hmm. all good. Um, you know, Zell Zell kind of has that life where you you learn he has a mom that adopted him, and he mm. learned to fight from his adoptive grandpa, things like that. Um, mm. you don't really learn about Irvin and Selfie. You you learn that she came from another garden. That's it. Like she's a transfer right. student. You don't really know their lives beyond that. When no. Nine came out that's when it got good because final fantasy nine each character you get their background info you get who they are you get to see what motivates them what drives them and then they have a reason to join you in fighting for the greater good everybody else just kind of in eight everybody's just tailing along with squall and they fade a little into the background and if you don't use certain characters like there are scenes in the game that you don't see their interactions. And even if you did, it really, it, it doesn't make a difference. Their interactions with you in, per, in, in see, cut scenes and things like that, their commentary mm-hmm. doesn't make much of a difference because you have to be able to interchange your characters. So like, you know, every character has to have a comment, right. but it doesn't really do much in the long term. Uh, same with the whole plot of Garden. When you finally go back to Garden and you find out, oh, they usurped Sid, who's the commander. And it turns out that Seed is uh, owned by this guy who looks like Jabba the Hutt. And you're just kind of sitting there going, who is this dude? <laughs> like, yeah. all you're told is, oh, yeah, he owns Garden. And now he's back and he wants to take control of Garden and screw Sid over. And you're like, where did this guy come from? He's the only person that you see. Like he looks like he's from a different race, but again, he looks like a very pale job of the hut, but yeah. he's the only character you see in the whole game of that, that race. Mm-hmm. There, you don't even get notes that kind of like, you know, how in resident evil, you get notes that kind of give you backstory to characters. You don't, you, you have you, it. The, the whole premise of this game is here's this plot. Just kind of accept it except that mm. it is and you know whatever questions you have we we don't really have answers for it no just, and that's the thing with final fantasy though they don't want to fill in all the all the blanks <laughs> they want you to kind of well sort of because even in nine everybody's a different race but there's yeah. more of them you go to villages rat people in mm. two different cities um you go and you see humanoids you see like you know the, each character you can go ah there's a race of them around mm-hmm. and you see them. It's not like with this guy where you're like, okay, I've only seen you. Where the hell did you yeah. come from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No explanation. Like, what the hell are you? Yeah. Well, I, okay. I, I, I'm actually going to turn I, on the light. Cause it's dark. Well, it, looks, it looks fun from there, but watch light hit. Yeah. I can see you now. You look, you look fine. It it looks like more brighter. Yeah. But yeah, like I guess like he's like you're the boss, and it's like I'm your boss now, and yada yada. So well, basically, he just kind of goes, "Oh no, yeah, this whole place was mine in the beginning." Sid yeah. just kind of 
was in charge, but I was the one funding this whole place. And you're like, okay, cool. You funded it. Mm-hmm. But what are you? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you look like Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> I mean, in Final Fantasy, like, if you to anybody, be like, bitch, you already know. In Final Fantasy. <laughs> Oh my god. Nothing, nothing it just, normal. I feel like they took too many risks and of course having seven been so popular and seven was kind of futuristic, like steampunky, like dark kind of thing. They mm-hmm. went with that theme of like, oh, futuristic but technology advanced, things like that. And it was just very hit or miss depending on what it was in the game. Right. Um, yeah, the military aspect point, was like, okay, okay. Now we're in a steampunk area, and now we're doing this. Like I said, the video that I watched, because the guy, he explains it under an hour, and it's really deep, and it's like, okay, and he explains some things, and I'm just like, okay, there's very technology-oriented, and there's this going on, there's this yeah. time warp, and we're no we're doing her thing. It's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, and there's just, like, this whole time compression thing going yeah, on. Yeah, the thing he got brought up, and then the fourth person, <sighs> yeah. you know, gave for nowhere her thing, and like, yeah, and then it's like, oh, the sorceress, but the sorceress is actually the the lady who took care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a whole separate branch of seed that we you didn't know existed that's just to protect her. But then mm-hmm. it turns out, oh, she's her, but she also has a the sorceress Ultimicia inside her, manipulating her. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other sorceress called Adele, who when you meet Adele, you're like, is that a chick or a dude? I don't know. <laughs> because <laughs> it looks like a dude and then it's yeah. like oh no that's a sorceress and you're like wait what um yeah, once you get the name you're like oh and they're like oh yeah she's uh she's also being held on a lunar base uh because you know she she lost her mind and she lost her night and that's a whole other thing where the romance i'm wondering if it's just kind of manipulated because again you've got squall being pressured on all sides by his friends to be like in love with Renoa. Renoa's like, love me. Um, and then on top of that, she eventually accidentally bonds with him when she becomes a sorceress. Because mm. I guess sorceresses need a knight, which is somebody that they bond with so they don't go yeah. cuckoo cuckoo. Um, and then she just kind of like force bonds Squall, basically. And they just kind of go, uh, and Squall, even, I think it's Squall explodes at one point. I don't remember very well, but I think he kind of goes like, I didn't ask for any of this. Like, what the heck? Yeah, I don't remember. I think he had a little bit of a meltdown. He had a little yeah, bit of a nephew yeah. kind of thing. And, and it just kind of feels like, well, he just kind of has to deal with this lot in his life now. And that mm-hmm. was unfair to him. What so do you the think? fact that it gets sold as a romance, just kind of, I don't buy it, you know? Right, right. And they kind of force it. Where do you mm. think it's going in the future? Like with Final Fantasy, do you think they're going to kind of go into the story aspect? Are they kind of just trying to cater to an audience? Or? You know, it almost feels like they just, they, it's mixed. And I'll explain why. With Remake, Final Fantasy VII Remake, they're taking the story and instead of remastering it, they're going, okay, what could we have changed and done better if we wanted to change the story now? And that's what they're doing. They're going a whole other branch to the story and they're kind of manipulating it into being its own thing, but still mm-hmm. within that, what made Final Fantasy VII what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm still on the fence because it, it's still very kind of starting out 
only episode one. I haven't been able to play or see the DLC because I don't have a PS5. So sad me. <laughs> um, so we'll see where that goes. So I'm not going to say, yeah, yay. I'm not gonna say yes or no, because it is interesting, mm. but it could be, it, they could drop the ball at some mm. point in the future episodes. Um, with, uh, with 16, I don't know the lore. Apparently it's very beloved uh, that, that 14 lore the 14 who watch me watch me get shit from people i think it's um <laughs> i, think I have it's, no idea i so. think it's lore from 12 which was the first online one and then 14 was the second iteration of the online game mm-hmm. and i've seen like some characters from the online game and i've gone okay i know this character this is from the online game i've never mm-hmm. played it but i or i'll see like a character and be like oh i know this race i have not played it but i know what the mm-hmm. race is right um so some people are excited because the developers did mention that they're delving deeper into that lore that people enjoy from that series of games they're they're going further in and that's what that game's going to be it's going to have a lot of lore that if you've played the online games you're going to know the lore you're going to see characters and be like ah i know this character ah, i know mm. what they're talking about me i'm not i i have no clue so who knows maybe no, it'll no be a good thing. So. we'll yeah. see um but uh they're they're going too many different ways and slapping the name final fantasy on it and i worry about that like they're, i like i said before too many different I think, types I think of games and going here a it's a final fantasy game and i'm going yeah, mm, i don't know like they want to attract too many audiences and i get it from uh uh you know, like a business standpoint, but also I'm worried that they'll start to forget what endears the franchise to people mm. and then just kind of lose themselves along the way. And eventually we're actually going to get a final final fantasy. <laughs> so we'll That's see. Because again, I'm not, I'm not buying the origin one that hack and slasher. I'm not buying it too much. Um, I know a lot of people have been disappointed on that FF7 First Soldier game that's going to be like the 30 years before the, mm-hmm. first, the Final Fantasy VII uh, storyline. It's it's literally, it takes place 30 years before that. And it's mm. just like you make your own first class soldier and it's just this weird hack and slash that can be online. Um, I know I, I saw a lot of people express severe disappointment in that. And mm-hmm. at least for me and my brother who sat down and watched that kind of preview to it, we lit- we both looked at each other and we just kind of said, eh, yeah. absolutely nothing from that caught my attention. Yeah. And, and they're milking Final Fantasy VII for all that it's worth. And I'm worried that, oh, you money. know, they, they just kind of go, oh, we're, we're trying to make more money sinks because we need money. But then what they're going to end up doing is just making it worse. Yeah, I, I don't know... Speaking to many fans too, and many are just kind of on the fence, like you are, and many of my friends that are big Final Fantasy War fans, and they they did this and they're doing that, and it's like at the end, my one friend like just stepped away from it because he's like, it's becoming a cash grab. It's just becoming. Let's not care about the old fans. Let's not let's not go back to the load that made us what we are, and let's not cater to the old audience. Let's kind of cater to this new audience because we need. Buku bucks. It's more management wise and stuff like that above their head. I, I don't know. 
I think the thing that they haven't, the thing that they haven't considered and that they've been doing this and I like that they've been doing it is that Square, uh, Square Enix as a company itself, I was going to say Squaresoft and that's like, oof, that's old. (laughs) Square Enix as a company is, um, they are branching out into like all these different kinds of games. So you've got indie games, you've got mm-hmm. story-driven games, you got shooter games, you know, they, they, they go find indie developers and they'll post trailers on their website and they'll tell their audience like, Hey, check out these games. Let us know which one you like the most and we will back it and bring it mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. And I think that's good because they are definitely bringing a lot of more interaction with their audience and they're, they're figuring out what their audience is, is like. shocking because want. many, many big A AAA developers don't do that. You know, yeah. they'll back um, a small studio for a little bit, but they're like, Hey, this is your one shot to shine. If you fuck up, that's it. Exactly. But I just wish they would take those ideas that they have. And for example, like this new origin game, why not just, make it its own thing like bloodborne mm-hmm. you know make it looks kind of bloodborne-esque you don't have to call it final fantasy which just is funny because somebody else make it a the thing. same thing about it it's very but not a final like, fantasy one yeah <laughs> like just change the title or something because it's not and the funny thing like said chaos look we're here to stop chaos and everybody started laughing at that and then the demo that just came out like everybody said they couldn't even fire it up because of the a bad bad batch jump or something like that you'd fire it up on the ps4 or ps5 and it wouldn't even go. And I'm like, that's not good. And so. I just, I worry for the franchise because again, the games just seem to be declining in popularity. They're mm. taking forever to do them. I really don't want 16 to be what 15 was, which is right. they took forever to develop it. When it finally came the out, they were, like, they were like, we didn't have a lot of time to deal with mm-hmm. the story that we wanted to give. So we're going to give you all DLC. And then what happened in the end, they didn't have the money or the time. So they cut the DLC. So they ended up only having like three episodes come out. And then these mini-sodes that were incomplete. And then they even ended up cutting out some characters DLC stories that they were going to showcase. They just went, yeah, we don't, we, we're not going to do these. We don't have time. We don't, we just next project we're done and i'm worried that that's what's going to happen with 16 they're just not going to have time to finish it it's going to be incomplete they're going to be like oh we have a lot of stories or they're going to do what happened and and this is a pattern this is a pattern because they did it with 15 and ollie they're doing they're doing it with avengers are they not where they gave us an incomplete game well, and the then they too. had it's DLC like, yeah, got- and it's taking forever. And I wouldn't be surprised if at one point they the just go, Hey, just we're going to have to cancel half of the episodes uh, or half of the DLC that we had planned. It's going to have to get canceled because there's just no audience for this game anymore. Yeah. The thing that got brought up the other day on young Yes channel, he brought up a really good freaking topic is that nobody wants to fall down. Like, um, uh, God of war right now is going through a more development than everything. And people are like, Hey, we saw what happened with cyberpunk 2077. Like, don't, don't mm-hmm. rush it. Like, yeah. take your time. And developers, sadly, they're, you know, you look at the stock market, which I deal in the stock market with games and shit like that. It's hell. And I, I have, like I said, I have friends that are developers, like literally game developers, and they've told me some inside shit. And it's rough. It's rough to get your financing. It's rough to get your, yeah. okay, you only have this many months to build this. And then you know, people want to see profit. That's all they ever want to see. Yeah. I run a business that's all you want to see is profit. And it kills 
kills the fans, it kills the industry, it kills everything. And then you're, you're sitting there going at a and a at like a fucking E3 going, you know, I worked on this game and this is what we wanted to give you, but we were told crunch time, crunch time. We have six months, two weeks, what have you. But I think everybody's hitting that moment of, oh, holy shit, look what happened to Cyberpunk. We don't need that. Look what happened. Yeah. And like, like Sony, Sony Santa Monica, who is part of Sony, uh, you know, with, uh, with God of War, whatever the hell, it's Ragnarok or whatever it's going to be, you know, for that, they have to step up and go, F you. If anybody, you should be mad at anybody, it should be me because I'm making sure this is the best game possible because we don't need to have another F up, you know? Who cares about the money right now? We need to make sure this game is polished. The thing. And it sucks that a lot of dev, you know, developers have to stop and go, shit, we wanted to do that. We wanted to do this. Let's put it in DLC in the next six months, but it's not, it's going to be incomplete, you know? Let's brush this yeah. up the door. We can always patch it. You know, the day one patch is always a big thing. And, uh, I, I don't know. And, and COVID is a big thing with it too, man. COVID has really effed a lot of developers, you know, that I've read on either on Twitter or Reddit or whatever I read myself. And a lot of them have said, hey, man, I, I had to drop my, my job because I have a family and I, we wanted to tell the story, but it all comes down to financing and you guys aren't willing to be patient or whatever. Then it comes up to the big higher ups that run the company and go, hey, man, you got, we need to make money, you know, yeah. push it, push it, push it. And I feel that's where, you know, us as gamers really hurt too, because we really want to support these developers, but it all comes down to the, the presidents of the company and the CEOs and the executives that are like, Listen, man. Either we we push this shit out, or we we go bankrupt. You know. So what what do you want to do? And I and I worry that they get too ambitious because that's mm-hmm. the pattern I'm noticing. They get really ambitious. They want to throw out a billion episodes to something because they want a mm-hmm. money sink, but then they don't even deliver on half of what they promise. You, you know, you know they're not. You know, they'll put up that one episode of like, okay, guys, well, here's that one episode you wanted, and then like the second episode, we'll leave you a taste. The second one kind of it's it's kind of it's okay, but it's kind of dry and third one for the job and you're like i i i'm backing out of this but they're trying to get you to buy that dlc package because you from now on you can't return that shit you can't go to sony or microsoft and go hey man i want a return policy and you look at it and i have friends that who bought dlc packages and goes hey man how was that and they went bro i can't even return it because it has a sony no return policy and yeah you paid the you paid the dev and the devs like hey man we did what we did you know and yep but it's not even the dev's fault because it's the manager's fault that runs the stupid thing. Says, "Hey, push, 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 push." We have shareholders to meet. We have this person to meet, or this indie, you know, indie uh, publisher or whoever we need to talk to. It. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it's killing the industry, but like Dell said, it's just it's it is what it it's, is. It's also know? giving them a bad rep at this point because mm-hmm. it's again it's becoming a pattern. They yeah. did it with fifteen. They're doing it with Avengers. Um, oh, Avengers some of the games that have, like have been coming out are lackluster. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these new trailers that are coming out for Square Enix, not all of them, but a lot of them, a lot of them are. are just kind of not really saying anything. They're disappointing. I feel like the only good step they're taking right now is the near mobile game. And they I, the trailer already mentioned... Well, the funny part is they showed it's, gameplay. It's the and I'm, first I'm glad they're starting to show gameplay entry in a series. Trailer. Well, they already well, the trailer. The trailer showed some gameplay. It's going to be Which a little hack and slasher. Yeah, that's what you want. It, it it's not a bad look to the game. Um, because but it did of, say it did worry me that it said, "Oh, this is the first mobile entry into a series." 
Mm. And when I heard that, I went, oh, are we going to get like another series that just kind of halfway disappears because they forget to deal with it or they forget to finish it? Oh, dad, but like they're, they're, trying to, they're trying to get your beak wet and they're trying to get, you know, let's, let's get people mm-hmm. to buy. Let's get them, like I said, let's get them on the first thing and knowing that they can't return it. Let's lock yep. them into that first episode. They're going to pay that twenty nine ninety five. We'll put out some lackluster content. Episode two will be great, but episode three, not so good, you know, and it's, it's that same rabbit hole that keeps happening. I don't, I don't know why it started happening. I don't know when it started happening, but I know, I know a lot of indie developers now and it's been over, all over Twitter and I've been following Cyberpunk because I wanted Cyberpunk to be good. I, it's a good game when you really get into it. It's just, they need to polish it. I would have been glad yeah. if they just sat down and polished it because the way that, I mean, the game's cool to me, you know, and then talking to the game designer and the guy who built the, storyboard game or the game you know the, the uh i didn't even know it was a book and it was this and this but like nobody's trying to be a cd project red they're really trying to oh shit look what happened to cd project and look what happened to ea ea just got hacked and there was a bad jump with source code and yada yada so hmm. what do we do you know do we do we do we you know wait and we, do we spend more money that we don't have or do we it, start putting it's this like, out? do we take a risk on a game that runs the risk of not even finishing and so you're spending money on a game thinking Mm -hmm. like with avengers you spent if if you went in day one you went in expecting to pay this money for a game that was like not complete at the moment but you were going to get a lot of extra content you started getting content a little bit and then suddenly Mm -hmm. it stopped there's like several delays you get Mm -hmm. a little bit of content another delay a little bit more content, nothing substantial. You're just kind of going, oop. And then it, 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 the same thing happened with Final Fantasy 15. That happened with Avengers, which is the price just dr- like tanked in yep. weeks. And I mean, that's the fastest I've seen a Final Fantasy game drop in price. Normally, they'll start dropping when it's a classic. Right. And, you know, you, you start getting like the 40 and then suddenly the $20. And then it doesn't go down from 20 unless it's a pre-owned. Yeah, but with fifteen, I've seen it go down to ten dollars. Wow! Like I saw it, like literally. I think it came out, and I was working GameStop at the time. I want to say like a month in, if even a month, the price just started dropping and dropping and dropping. And I'm like, oh, that means this isn't good. And then I started hearing about like, hey, it's incomplete. Hey, there's a bunch of DLC, but it's being uh, push back and push back and push back and then you start getting DLC and they go hey we're going to have to cut down on the episodes of DLC because we just don't have the manpower for it right now and the company just doesn't care anymore. What's well, amazing when a, a game comes out you know and I, speaking to some of my friends who are, who are devs and work for more indie uh, once they're done like once the game is out they mm-hmm. lose about 15% of their staff like that staff is already on the next project they fucking your person comes in, your manager convinces, hey, once you're done with level one, you're coming over to new project X or Z. And I'm like, they just grab you? And they're like, dude, they'll send you an email saying you got to go work on this. Like sometimes you'll get pulled mid-project. And I'm like, that. And that's becoming a big thing. And like a lot of like Stadia, Google Stadia, and a lot of these big companies, you know, it's like money, 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 money. Like let's quickly, yep. you know, quickly get cash. And sadly, for, we're not blaming, I'm not blaming devs by any stretch of any, because I know what it's like to, I have friends that are devs, and, you know, uh, once you're done with that project, once your, your six-month contract runs up, it's like, okay, it's out, and then you're stuck with a team of 15 to maybe 10, 
that are responsible for the DLC, the rest of the expansion, the rest of the, the patches. You know, unless yeah. it's like, oh my God, moment like CD Projekt Red, like, hey, that brings people back to fix. And like yeah. Sony Santa Monica just brought up with God of War is like, we're not ready. This game isn't polished to our liking. So sit back, relax. We just brought team, a team back. Like we just pulled the team back. And, and I feel like it's like, it's becoming a norm of like, we, we can do day one patch. That's not going to do anything. But it really kills, I hate to say kills the, it really does kill the industry, you know, because you want, you want to love something and you really, that 60 bucks, when, it, when, when that 60 bucks or that 70 bucks now, it's, it's going to be 70 bucks because certain games with Sony have been announced that of like, hey, this game's going to be 70 bucks out the gate no matter what, you know. Yeah. Um, and it hurts as a, as a person that's on a budget, you know, because me and Dell are on budget. So it's like, you maybe get one or two games that you really want. You know, it's like you're not like you're not made of money, so it's like you yeah, go out and you spend that sixty, and, and then you're choose. like, and you're like, okay, I bought the sixty dollar game. What am I getting? And then you're finding out, oh my god, it's really broken, or you know. And then, sadly, what you hear on Twitter because it's now an open market is you hear all the devs leaving and saying, listen, man, I'm fucking done. I I stepped away three weeks ago from this game, and I will never see it again. I will never look at this developer again. And you hear all the horror stories of why the game tanked and, you know, the story direction or the writer, the head writer was pissed off at this thing, but he, he jumped ship, you know, to another project. It's horrible. It gets horrible, but now we can see that personally. But, you know, what the hell can we do? We're only gamers, you know, speaking our We, we only give an opinion, and even then we try to respect the yeah. developers and, and the people who work on these projects while giving our opinions, because obviously mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm never going to give an opinion about, Oh, this, this game took too long to come out or, Oh, mm-hmm. this game, you know, like, yeah, I don't, I don't, know. I don't, I don't, feel I don't like in, that's a comment that needs to be made. And people who get upset because a game is taking longer need to chill it's because like a... it's not easy. And sometimes it's better to wait for a good product than mm-hmm. not, but I will. However, comment when like they take forever on a game and then the end product that we're given is not up to par with what you know they should have been giving us mm-hmm. and this is not cyberpunk um because i know that they had been pushing it back and they were reluctant and they ended up finally giving it to us reluctantly right um with 15 it was just more here you go there's going to be more content. Oops. Right. No more content. Um, and same thing with Avengers. Here you go. You're going to get content really quickly. Here's the schedule of the content coming out. And Suddenly still, it's backed up, backed up. And I get it. it. You, you, you get bugs. Bugs happen and whatnot. But it just kept getting pushed back. And, kept, mm-hmm. and then when they finally come out with a product, it's very subpar. And it's like, for the amount of times you backed it up, it should have been cleaner and better than what you gave us yeah and it, it all comes down to management too at the same time you sit there and you go i don't know i don't know anymore yeah. I'm, I'm hoping avengers is is, is going to get better i don't think it will sadly guardians look I like it's going to be a, yeah i want to hope the, it's good i mean it's wakanda like... looks wakanda looks good that looks like it's going to be something but i, I think I'll that's admit, their last hurrah i'll admit i liked the story if if anything the game is worth it for the story mode like when you start unlocking characters and whatnot it's a good story like the way they told the game story it's good 
it's just when you have to start doing the shield missions and the multiplayer aspects where it gets a little repetitive because there's not a lot of options yet no. and it just kind of gets like okay i'm i i need something new i'm real done i'm i'm done <laughs> yeah that was us with destiny and i'm by my bro mike pernesco who built the logo and michael thank you for building the logo and you did a little something special that these guys will see for the very first time uh when i get done editing this one um you know we 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 just i was i was destiny done and Pernesco went out and spent an extra like hundred bucks on me just to get back into it with him. And I'm like, dude, what the, he's like, you're welcome. As long as you play with me, I'll, like play with me. And I'm like, I did some of the missions with him. We did some of the story mode and some of the DLC. And you know, it, it sucks. You know, yeah. this stuff happens, but I'm hoping, you know, they get their shit together and, like, I think Guardians is going to be a fun one. It's single player, so it's going to be obviously good. I mean, they're obviously going to polish it, clean it up. Um, yeah, I, it sucks that Final Fantasy was that for you. And, it, you know, it, you know, even when you were working at GameStop, when you saw that drop, it, were you were even you were like, holy shit? I, I was curious because it, you know, everybody was talking about how it's so pretty and it's so different. And here's this final fantasy that decided to go hey we're going to take a risk and make four male protagonists and that's mostly what you get like you yep. have females in the game but th this is this is your quad this is what you, you get got. more sausage than anything um and i thought huh but the thing is i had a feeling because i played the demo when the demo came out and it was so confusing because you don't really get any story stuff except like at the beginning where Noctis is dreaming and you have Carbuncle show up and then suddenly you wake up and you walk through a forest and it goes hi pick up these useless things that you're not really going to use and then you you leave the, the little ca cave ma map and then you're suddenly in a house and you're like like what three inches tall and then there's like these toy cars that you can magically morph up and then you just kind of climb things and that's it and there's really no no set anything to it and i just kind of mm -hmm. sat there going what even is this game i'm concerned and confused um and i just i didn't know how i felt and then i found out i think the noctis trailer was recycled from what was supposed to be a versus game or something i mm -hmm. you know i don't no, yeah, I, never, I would I have to deep dive myself. further yeah, into that I game. Never, yeah. But um, I know I know I was interested in the game, but I told myself, I'll wait until it drops to a classic. But then it just started dropping instead of to a classic, just dropping. And I had considered getting it full price because it had a really pretty tin version. And I was like, oh, I like this tin. Yeah. Um, but then when I started seeing it drop, I thought, oh, oh, it's not doing good. And yeah. I have friends. I have friends that are obsessed with this game they will defend it to the That's end cool, they yeah. love mm -hmm. this game and i'm not saying don't love this game i'm not saying don't because everybody's entitled to loving what they love i love mm -hmm. final fantasy 9 and i know a lot of people who don't really like 9 they think it's too childish looking and it's just you know not in the vein of what they like for final fantasy but again these are people also who you started hopping on to final fantasy when it was seven Mm. And so their bar was this sort of steampunky futuristic game. And suddenly here comes this bubbly old school 
medieval-esque like fantasy game called nine Mm. and they were just like what do i do with this and nine was more in the vein of the old old school games um so if you didn't know anything before seven it it really didn't do much for you Mm. um so i'm not saying don't love these games i'm just saying from a me viewpoint it it was lackluster um even the story aspect to me was just kind of eh like it it would get interesting at certain points because of the political intrigue and the kingdoms and yada yada but then there were times where it would just get really tedious and they took all these risks where like the female protagonist that you think is the protagonist because you're like oh it's the the love interest of the protagonist you're eventually going to meet her she dies and you're like oh okay (laughs) And um, all these things happen and they, I, they wanted to set up 15 really well. And I get it. 15 had a movie that was a prequel to everything that was happening in the game. And then 15 came out with like these novels, which are supposed to tell you even more about it. And, you know, I'm pretty sure they wanted to come up with more things, but it, it just came out to bad timing and dropping the ball on certain aspects. And it just did not, hit the way it should have hit. Yeah, it resonated the way it wanted to hit. And I feel like that's kind of, it's been setting the bar for everything that's going to come. Because again, yeah. 16 people who play the online MMO are excited for it. And I get that. And I would honestly love in the comments or in an email, whoever plays the online game. And I know people from work who have played the online game. And I know people from my Facebook who play the online game still to this day. I just, I can't money sink into it, but please sit down with me, talk with me about this game. Maybe I'll get excited for it, but you know, I hope that these people who are excited for it, I really, really hope that this game ends up being what they expect it to be and what they want Mm -hmm. it to be. And for it not to just be pretty because 15 was pretty. It was a pretty game. That's that's mostly all I can say about it. (laughs) And that's the sad part. I heard it was like, like, it was the only game I looked at myself and I'm like, that's getting pretty. I'd play that. Then I got into it. I'm like, eh. It, it just, it didn't grab my attention. And that's happened with certain games. Again, that happened with 8. 8 was okay for a little while. And then after a, uh, a few hours in, I would put it down and I would forget it for weeks. And then I'd come back and be like, God, what was I doing? I don't even remember. Like, when I play a game, I want to be able to, yes, put it down because we all have lives, <laughs> but I want to be able to put it down with the intention of picking it back up Yeah, as soon you as I can, that, because I'm really like. interested and I'm excited yeah. to pick it back up. And that when I pick it up again, I remember what I was doing because it just grips me and intrigues mm-hmm. me enough to want to do that, to remember what's happening. Right. Um, Seven remake is a game that I have yet to finish. I, refuse to look up spoilers online still because i'm like you know what i'm gonna get through this but it's a game that i've put down and i haven't and i barely touched like i'll put it down and i won't touch it for a month and then i'll pick it back up and i will forget how to play it i'll be like oh god how did i do this what was going on how is this like it's it like i want to love it but i still haven't reached that point where it's gripped me and it, it could be several things. It could just be like a me thing. Maybe I don't connect with the story. It could be that I expected more nostalgia and I'm not getting as much nostalgia mm-hmm. as I thought it was. 
it, you know, it can be so many different factors, but I just, I would love for Final Fantasy to give me, I would love for Square to give me a Final Fantasy that makes me feel like Final Fantasy nine makes me feel, which is that I've re I'm replaying it on Twitch for the third time, I think. Or the second time, I don't know. But like in general, it's a game that I'm replaying for about the tenth time because I just love it that yeah. much. Yeah, you love the lore, you love the story, you love the way it made you. And it, you and it doesn't. And attention. I don't get tired of it. I don't get yeah. tired of it. I think that you know, and that's the hard part for 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 a dev too. And you know, the dev is like, um, you know, it's like, what do we do? And they want they want to push on to the next next thing. And yeah. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully they can bring that. I think they're in that remastered zone where, like, they they may remaster it again, but only time will tell. Like you said, they're trying to cater to another audience, and times are changing. So, I think it's also us too, as you know, nostalgia is like we yeah. can't give you that nostalgia that you had. You know, we're, we're gamers or- from one era, and and gaming is evolving. People want more immediate gratification, which is just a general thing. They just want you know to finish a game faster. Back in the day, we wanted games that you could spend longer on because if you're, you know, paying money, you want to get your money's worth. You want to delve into a game and and spend hours on it. Nowadays, Mm. people want to purchase a game, but they want this game to be done in like 20 hours. Mm. They, they, They want to get it in and out, trade it in, get the next best thing, you know, like in a week. Yeah. And, and it, it's, it's evolving. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, we're thinking on one level there the newer gamer generation is thinking on a different level um newer gamer generation we could all I've learn seen, from each other <laughs> yeah the newer gamer generation that i've seen in, in my time because i you know i grew up on atari and stuff like that i'm a story driven guy I like, I like rpgs i like shooters are my thing too when i want a little bit of ollie time or i'm having a rough day at grand theft auto and everybody say me not their cup of tea but some people watch me play Grand Theft Auto were like I see why you play this. I'm like, it's very <laughs> relaxing. I can kill somebody without repercussion. And they're it's, like, I never got I into Grand see. Theft Auto, but yeah. I have, and and I want, I want to know from our listeners or our viewers, what game? Because I know we all have this, and we we could deep dive into this later. But everybody has this game that you relax to, or that like you de-stress to. And you're you're talking about GTA. That's your de-stressor, I'm sure. For me, uh, that one and a few others, I think I have, I have three that are my my go to. So for me, I had two. Uh, the original de-stressor was Dynasty Warriors because nothing felt better than standing in the middle of a giant crowd of AI soldiers that are just kind of like standing in front of, like huddling, like just mm. you, you just get this like pile of like fifty soldiers on you, and then you just yeah. unleash an area attack and you hear the pop 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 of people just dying and it sounds like popcorn and it's so yeah. good and i just would stand there and be like ah yes death <laughs> <laughs> and then after i got out of dynasty warriors because it evolved and i was like the newer ones are okay but i don't have money for dynasty warriors um the ones that came after that that were cheaper for me to afford <laughs> were lego games so my other thing was i get stressed play a Lego game, go into a level, destroy absolutely everything I can destroy in a room before I even move on to the next room. Like I would not leave a room until everything that I could smash was smashed. And my brother would be like, come on, let's move. And I'm like, no, 
I want to smash everything. I need all the money, all of the money. And I would leave the rooms bare. And then I'd be like, okay, now we can move. (laughs) But um, I would love to hear from our viewers, like, what's your de-stressor game? If you play Final Fantasy, what's your fave? You know, give me more on this this online Final Fantasy lore. Like, point us in the right direction so we yeah. can start doing some research and, yeah, and, and see if like, maybe remember, that's I, our I, cup of tea. I barely play Final Fantasy, so <laughs> you guys are like, you can suck, and you don't know. Like, dude, I don't know, and I'm very honest that I don't play a lot of it. That's why when you look at the logo, oh it has that brain logo of us collaborating. She's putting shit in my head and vice versa. So yep. we're learning. We, uh, and that's the one thing. Don't don't push somebody away. Because and they don't you don't know. have like, to play a game to know about the game. You can do like no. where I don't play a single Resident Evil, but I no. know the lore because I watch other people play it because I love and the that's lore. That's the thing. It's like, it's like, you know, ignorance is worse at the same time, you know, encourage people to want to learn. Let them, bring them into your circle. Somebody goes, what's this about? And I have friends that come in and go, why do you like Spyro? Uh, why do you like, you know, racing games? What, what does this why do, why do you like VR? Why are you playing Beat Sabers? What the hell is that doing? And Beat Sabers is another one that I like to play that relaxes. It's really good for your health and it relaxes the hell out of you. Um, but Meanwhile, I can't play Beat Sabers to save my life because I have extreme anxiety and mild ADD and I see that game and I immediately panic once it starts oh, to speed up so at me. Oh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Just don't play it on expert. For you, it's relaxing. For me, it's like, nah, I'm good. I'll watch you. I'll watch you. It's fine. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> it's like me climbing that damn tell tower again. But uh, oh my god! Yeah, Hell Tower Tower was fun. That video is on our. our Oh god, Hell Tower! I mean, I got it twice, but I'm proud of myself. (laughs) There you go. I'm also I'm also broken on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, man, like send us things that you guys love. You know, it's okay to um, send us ideas for future podcasts. Uh, I know I might have somebody that I want to bring in to talk with, who's also a streamer and Twitch streamer later on at some Mm -hmm. point um yeah but like send us send us what you would like us to talk about yeah and because we will, we will like definitely we forget, look into it yeah we forget some things and why it doesn't have us, to be gaming doesn't have no, to be gaming be give us other things show, check out a show mm-hmm. whatever you know like our this pod gets us so open and you might see some vr for me or a 3d print file that i'm doing from maybe a game idea or something that we're like hey that would be a cool idea for this but why did you print that or whatever i, I don't no. Print me a Final Fantasy figure and I will cry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or a Witcher. I'm still waiting for my Witcher stuff. Uh, Ugh, I need me some Witcher 3D prints. Then I will paint them. <sighs> gee, we, this is the stuff I need me a bust of Geralt. I just need a Geralt bust. That's all I really want, to be fair. I mean, that's literally all I really want. <laughs> like send it to you and just on a platter. Maybe like, his oh. wolf head. Be great. I don't know. We thing. found it. We found a few things, and then we're like, "Hey, what about this?" And Yay. she's like texting me at like one in the morning, and she's like, "This and this and this," and I'm like, "You know, which that would cost you for me to do." Listen, like, you know how listen, I work, right? I don't. I don't care because then I get to promote your stuff anyway, so it all works Basically. in the end. <laughs> she's like, "But but you do it for me. You do it for me." <laughs> listen, I'm like, I, oh I, I pay you, and I, I also <laughs> paint for you. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> I know your friend. We could have done you. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff, and it's like you know, this was a Final Fantasy rant. I wanted her to. She, that was one of her main topics for this one. Was what we're talking about? I'm like, well, we got E3, we missed out on, and then 
last week we missed out on the Final Fantasy rant and why you didn't like it, stuff like that. Well, we, like well I said, why I didn't like the certain Final Fantasy, we can do more yeah. episodes with all the other yeah. Final Fantasies and talk and about I gotta deep, I gotta that, deep but you got to so. do some research, too, because yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a few. It's quite a few. It's a, there's a lot. The one video I watched, and it is a long one, it's about two hours long. He goes through all the damn lore of every single one that was built and why it was built, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. So you really, I mean, we might get some weird comments, but it's, it's all good, man. Like, we need it. Yeah. Sometimes, like, yeah, we need that. But, uh, yeah, it's, people complain also, but they're like, what takes you so long to edit it? It's like, dude, have you ever edited anything? It's like, no, have you created? No. Well, start creating something and let me know how long it takes you. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so. Exactly. But uh, it's been a blast, guys. I want to thank everybody who's uh, subscribed or going to subscribe or just, you know, we really appreciate you guys, everybody who's been on the Facebook page. Um, I'll do a weekly video to welcome you in or whatever like that. Uh, Dell might hop on to do a video or whatever, but I, it is what it is. We're going to keep moving and going forward. Um, Check us out on Twitch. We're, we're on there occasionally. I'm going to try and be more active. I know I've been very off the ball lately, and I've been doing my replay of Final Fantasy IX. And I got to finish uh, Nino Kuni, the first one. Uh, and I got to start near. So, you know, keep an eye out on that if you, if you want to see me play some games. I, I've also got to do uh, Little Nightmares 2, which I might actually see if I can convince my little brother to sit with me and we can do a stream of like both of us talking with Little Nightmares 2, uh, try and play it. So right. that might be a thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, we also need to do. We need to finish up. Um, we need to finish up. Um, help me, help me, help me afford a better microphone, you guys. <laughs> help me, help you. <laughs> but um, yeah, we really appreciate you guys for everything, and you know, like I said, uh, we got a, a donation thing, and um, you don't have to donate if you don't want to, but if you want to, we're not going to do a um, the Patreon thing. That's a that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. within itself and you know we're, we're, we could we could eventually if we yeah. ever get like a big enough yeah we, we'll we'll definitely consider a pain yeah that's a, well, that's a pain in the butt by itself just making more stuff we're, you know the content itself is really where the bread and butter is and yeah. you know well we could always offer exclusive content true, true. on the patreon because i've seen several creators do that where they they have exclusive videos and content and live q and a's and things like that we could always offer something like right that. But again that once we get a bigger we will we'll sit here and and consider you know what what you guys want and what benefits everyone in the long term right but uh, i think we're going to sign it off here guys it's almost eight o'clock and i do have to get going on uh, my little thing <laughs> it has been a blast having you guys on. Thank you for clicking that like button, that subscribe button, that play button. And couldn't do this without Bill, man. You know, with, with her and like giving her this idea, let's do it. And uh, she's been on the ball. It's, you know, so let's oh. see what the future holds. So that's been a blessing. It's been, it's been awesome. And uh, looking forward to the next one. We'll see and you guys. As always, Maybe. guys, remember don't stay up too late. Maybe. We'll turn on your alarm for <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.